advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Welcome to another bonus episode, the Sofa King podcast. This no, is a regular this, episode. This is a regular episode. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just did a regular episode. No, we just did a bonus episode in preparation for this, which is our 600th episode. We do bonus episodes so often, though. It seems like it's become a regular thing. It is. See? Kind of, you know what I mean? See? Like, well, the bonus is in terms of who it's delivered to. Uh, like, a, like a baby. They're regular now, I guess. One's a Patreon episode, and then one's oh, yes. a general episode. Yes, yes, yes. But that's also it's it's but it's also, also it's a different episode, is it? It's not research based. Usually, uh, sometimes a research based though. I don't know. Not in like months. Yeah, we did it a handful of times, and we haven't done it since. So you it's, just research. It's just stuff on there. To, yeah, you did. You're po- reading off politics. a paper, a book. No, yeah, we're talking about. Politics. Yeah, we did talk politics. There were words. Yeah, yeah. I didn't talk things. Politics. I did say something about Arnold. Mm, you did. Yeah, you I got did. more political than I did, even yeah. though I was the one that brought the pamphlet yeah, to, yeah. Get, to talk about yeah. politics. You lied, basically, is mm. what's happening. Yeah. You said you didn't know anything, and then all of a sudden. I didn't go right or left. I just went freedom. Mm-mm. That's all I did. You did. No, you said fuck your freedom. It's a regular episode, boys. I'm not participating in this. I'm going 600th episode. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not participating in that. In what? It's just another episode. No? Okay. I'm going to celebrate 601. Let's do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't. Who's to say? This is probably 603. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even There's know anymore. There's some fuckery. I don't yeah. even know. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't even feel like, I don't know. It doesn't even feel like that. I don't know. I got something for Think, you in the bag. What you got in that bag? I don't know what it is. You already posted a picture of it. Dave's sad about it, but you got to because it's 600. And I went all the way to the liquor store to get it. I don't have to do anything. Come on, bro. You know you want to though. Yeah, all the way to Lick stuff wasn't in a Lowe's bag. That's how I do it. I put it in the brown bag. Oh hell yeah. Man, <laughs> Ice cold. What about? Oh, they are cold. Yeah, yeah. I washed I washed the can. <clears throat> that's a big ass can, bro. So we got, I was uh, gonna go with the forty bottles, but I was like, nah, damn, I'll be trashed. I can't do that. This is twenty fives. Oh, Ice yeah. cold twenty five ounce. I gotta get up uh, early for work tomorrow too. Right? I'm gonna and take I got whiskey. Like, a couple of yeah. sips of it and call it a day. You do what you got to do, bro, but yeah. you got to drink. But we need to do of course, I'm not for the homies. whiskey first. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> 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 we've got to shout out. So He uh, already had whiskey. That's why he's. So Josh Burton gave us a bottle of Sacred Stave Arizona bourbon whiskey um, and specifically from, gave us a note that said, happy 600th, boys. From Satan Spirits, apparently. Mm-hmm. Santan spirit. Santan. Not, that's how Brad says Satan. That's, that's how you spell Satan. That is Saint-in. how you spell Satan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So thank you. <clears throat> this is a shot. Dave does a little pullback on his chair. Mm-hmm. It's driving me crazy. That's spicy. That looks that's pretty good. You it know what's spicy? Weird? I have a fucking oh, have a man. Mm. sensitive spot on one of my fucking teas right here. In 90 the front. proof. It's got me. Ooh, that was spicy. Mm. I was like, it tastes bro. like peanuts. Mm. I'm allergic to peanuts. No, I'm not. I think it's pretty good. No, it has it, good it's flavor. Good. It's good. It's peanuts. It was spicier than I thought, though. Like it like went down it's my spicy. throat. It it's, didn't burn, but it was like it's different. It's warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spicy's yeah. hot yeah. in your mouth, like Japanese whiskeys, like where it's all hot. It is kind of yeah. This it, is no, warm this in your is fucking hot. throat. Like no, this, warm. Warm. this was hot in my mouth. Yeah, like the yeah. I guess you're right. Not under spicy. my tongue into the side. Not spicy. It's hot. No, mine was spicy. To me, it was spicy peanuts. Was it? That's like Kung Pao whiskey right there. <laughs> yeah, it was warm. <clears throat> that? It, it warmed all the way down. Yeah, knocked some COVID out. <clears throat> 90 proof. It's good. Thank warm you, Josh. Chest. Damn. That is different, though. And now we've got King Cobra. Hope it doesn't yeah. make us bald. Oh, He's sick. been drinking that. It's been a while since I had this. Malt liquor. Malt liquor, baby. This is where I get my black card. It's good. I'm getting a massive headache, though. Yeah, it's going to lead to a massive headache. Oh, do I have water? I don't have any Liquor water. before beer, coast is clear. Yep. God damn, King Cobra's good. <laughs> I is, fucking dude. hate beer. <laughs> this shit's fucking it good. It is good, dude. Why is it so good? What is up with that? <clears throat> they know what oh they're doing. God. I mean, it's far from like an, uh, an IPA of some sort. Fuck no, those. yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck those guys it's that like, fucking mm. put their pinky up and shit when yeah. they're drinking their beer. It's fucking King Cobra. Yeah, it's, good. it's just, I mean. It's good. It tastes like, well, I have like some fucking memories of being like fucking 16 and playing mm-hmm. Hey Mister for this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's a little bit like, ooh. There's a little like edge of anxiety on it a little bit because I think I definitely got sick off that busted? shit. Yeah. No, I'm not even busted because I got sick from it before. No, no, no. But it's good. Hmm. Man, I think after I think drinking a 90 proof and then going straight to King Cobra. I wish they knew how be. what a good fucking sponsor relationship we would have if they would just fucking do it oh, for us. Fuck yeah. There's no this way. Like, King I kind of pursued it back dude. in the day, but yeah, it's but like it's a hard. local it's, distribution. It's, it's hard yeah. to get a hold of who you need to get a hold of just for King Cobra. Well, right. maybe now we'll it's put like it out there. Anheuser Busch. In know? the past, we've tried to get King. Cobra. If anyone out there, yeah, is involved in the distribution of, I think it's Anheuser Busch like, or something. I think it is Anheuser Busch, which which is why. I mean, they're fucking. It'd be like trying to get AT and T to sponsor us or some yeah. shit. You know, like the fucking. It's just very specific, though. It's like yeah, for right. that one brand. I mean, yeah, we don't give a fuck a about Anheuser Busch. There's a King Cobra team out there that does there has all the to fucking. Be. I wonder if we can find it. Well, we, whoever we does, though, I mean, they're going to do totally different marketing. I mean, they, they probably make fucking White Claw. Yeah. And you're just, just marketing that the same place yeah. you're marketing King right. Cobra. And you like, just, no, totally no, no. It's Licasto. Yeah. If you don't have bars, we already talked about this. Right. And for the record, I got this at the 7 Eleven. Yeah. And it was, it's like, it's a little sketch right there. Yeah. And the one by the hospital? Chester Lane by my house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, AMPM Seven Eleven sometimes will carry them because I mean that's where you know poor people depends go. on the neighborhood for the AMPM. Yes, and uh, but but the other thing is too like uh, like fucking Fritos like you know the Fritos thing like all of a sudden <laughs> there's just so Fritos, many bags Fritos of fucking Fritos everywhere. Yeah, and like Frito Lay is not sponsoring us. No, you know what I mean. But King Cobra, I mean it it would be a fantastic relationship. It would be. It'd be a match made in heaven. They yes. just don't know. They don't know yeah. what they're missing. Yep. Because you can even mix the uh, Tickle with the King Cobra. Yes, you could. I mean, it fucking it's a lot there. We'll some lime it. and a hit of yeah. I mean, there's uh, tons of things you can do. King Cobra. Yeah. Tons of things. No, I don't want to fuck up my glass. <clears throat> I was gonna do it. What, what do they call that? A, a little black michelada. Oh, michelada. 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 Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I miss you a lot. Except a lot of times they put the fucking. Uh, I'll make one. Yeah, the, oh, with the black even. Yeah, we'll see what's happening. Yeah, we're missing the barbecue sauce. It's got to be black for King Cobra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. In a black wow. cup. Oh, ooh. Ooh. Just, a, just a drop, man. Huh? I don't know. Yeah. A little glob. A little glob. See what happens there. Should I put some because soda? put the salt the and they put the tomato soda. juice and or clamato juice. Oh, that's a lot. Ooh, ooh. Oh, that foam ain't going to stop. <laughs> I got it. Expanding foam. Just stir it with my pepper. This is Taco Bell strawberry. There you go. <laughs> this is, this uh, is perfect. This is like a bum invention right this now. Is a, this is a, oh, I didn't tell you guys. This is called around yeah, 2000 right my, now. We were talking about my taste and smell. Like, uh, I had to go. The first day I came, no, no, no. Uh, I went back to work on a Wednesday. By Friday, they found a bum. They found a bum living in a manhole. Oh, and I really? had to go into the manhole, and nobody would go in it because it stunk so bad. It made it flat. Huh? That It made it flat for some reason. It, like, that's, you know, it foamed yeah. up. Like, all yeah. the carbonation's gone. Huh. Whatever's in Teco, like, made it fucking foam out. That's not weird. The flavor's not too bad, but it just foamed out, so now it's kind of huh. weird. That's it's like strange. cold cold brown water. I used it for cooking, so I didn't drink it. I'm, I'm not it a weirdo. i got to put it all the way down. I can't waste yeah. it. Yeah. You got the egg stick on the bottom. Mm. You get it. It's yeah, there. Yeah. It's there. I mean, I, you think anyone's ever done that? That's kind of crazy. There's a lot of people in the world. You're like, someone's done this. Someone's been there. Someone's talked about it. Someone thought of that invention. Did someone ever pour King Cobra and El Cateco Black into a glass and drink it? I think there's a good chance you of just that. Did. There's a chance, but Somebody I bet I'm going I'm to fucking I mean, group of three. I, no, I think there's a good chance. There's a whole culture so? of beer and hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Like, add some tomato sauce, add the black, add a whatever. It has to be a short list for sure. I don't know if it is, man. That's like They don't use the Yuteco, though. They use, like, fucking the the spicy ketchup. Yeah, they would use something else. I'm just saying, though, that is a, like, that combination is a combination. It's surprising to me, though, because Yuteco is made in Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's like a, you know what I mean? Like, it's a legitimate Mexican hot sauce. And yet here, everybody claims to be Mexican. Especially in California, and if you probably if you live in Texas and, and Arizona, but everybody's claiming to be Mexican here. You know, they got running around with the Pemex stickers on their trucks and mm-hmm. fucking you know, and they don't know what El Yuteco is. Right, fucking pussies. They export it. You know, what I mean, that's maybe locals don't. I don't know. It's a, it's around. Like someone was just in Cancun again. So yeah. that's right where it's at. That's yeah. like not that. That's like yeah, four right hours from where it's yeah. made. Right. So we also give our uh, hot sack of the week um, away every way, spon- every way, every week, every day. Sponsored by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. And this week we are giving it to Todd O'Neill, who posted a batch of chicken wings. And uh, on the Facebook Dave, group. Dave enjoyed the recipe. The recipe was super. Was important. it on Scrumptious? Is that what, was what it was on? Or is it no, it was group? just in the oh, group. Okay. And they asked how he made them. And he said that he used Caribbean, the El Yucateco Caribbean brand, uh, pureed peaches, butter, and a little bit of brown sugar. Hmm. And I just think that's a fantastic combination. Yeah. Well, even for me, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not known to eat like weird, like weirder mix of things like that. And that actually sounds pretty damn that good. Sounds like, pretty damn yeah, good. Sounds pretty damn good. So um, look out for Frankie Pigeons uh, to reach out to you, Todd O'Neill, because you will be getting some sweet swag from El Yucateco hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. And then, as yes. always, we like to shout out our patrons at the top of the episode. Uh, we're trying to get through our list and thank everyone who's ever signed up to be a patron. But on our 600th episode, we wanted to uh, specifically thank um, our top patrons. Um, you've probably been thanked these are in the, the cream past, of the crop. but these are the cream of, cream of the crop. So we're going to do uh, half of them at the top of the show. We'll do half of them yeah. at the at the end of the show. 
Um, but we just really want to thank these people because they've give they they've stayed with us. Uh, they've given us a lot. Um, and it really means a lot to us. And we wanted to give a shout out, uh, to these folk, uh, for being, um, our top patrons. And if you're interested in being a patron, just go to Sofa King, uh, or go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast. And for as little as a dollar, you get our bonus episodes, but then you get all kinds of like these people have gotten all kinds of extra swag and and bonus goodies. uh, And and we we were talking about it too, looking at it. Um, some of these people, they're not on social media. Yeah, some, some of, them, some of these people, all. like Brent's try to send package to them and it gets returned right. every time. Like we but don't even still have, keep, and they still, still, they're still, they're still, they're still giving. So, um, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of these names are names that you'll, if you're ever in the group, you're going to recognize these people. Some of them, some yeah. of them we're going to name and you might've never seen them or you might've heard their and, name. We, we shouted them out right, once. Right. But like, again, and, you yeah. know, respect for those people because <laughs> they love the show. They're still big supporters, even though they're not yeah. on the social media. So, um, Starting at the top and then working down, I'll go through a chunk right here. Uh, um, Got to give the big shout out to the the queen mother of all Sofa King patrons, which is Patty motherfucking Larson. Patty Larson, uh, yeah. horse lady, and and from, Patty uh, like we we talk a lot of shit about Patty. Uh, she's been on the show. Um, she has her own podcast now with another friend of at ours. At least there's coffee. At least there's coffee with Alex Moreno. Both you, great people. You know why she wears um, makeup and perfume? Why? Because she's, she's ugly and she stinks. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically Brent can't why. help it. So it's nice stuff? Yeah. We switch, well, we, we, were, we were just talking. So if you, that's what you want to say, you can say that. Oh, it's kind of too late. I mean, we don't edit shit. Yeah, so well, you like, never, you've never said nice stuff. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, that's cool. So, so I'm consistent. Now I'm genuine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm genuine right now. Right. Yeah. No. And so... And I and I'm flipping, you know, I flip flop. I right. say something's nice, and I flop right. like her titties. No, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, Patty though. Um, <laughs> Patty's a, a genuinely nice person, Great and she's person. been to all of our meetups. Yeah, she comes to all of our meetups. Any meetup we have, no matter out. where it's at, she she's, um, she she comes. <clears throat> so she always she, comes. She travels <laughs> a decent, especially before she moved to Arizona. She would travel through the state Arizona. a lot, New Mexico or uh, New Mexico. So she would stop in through Bakersfield from time to time. I'm always super fucking busy and couldn't get to see her as much as I'd like to. But whenever she'd come through, she always gives us a shout out and there's lunches to be had and so forth. But thank you, Patty. Um, Most of you guys have her furniture in your backyard, you know, yeah. Patio furniture. It's like, that's her company. She coined the term. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that comes from. Then we have Josh Haney. Haney? 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 Something Josh about Haney. wiping your butt. Remember that? Taking a Haney. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Taking a Haney. Wipe yep. your something else. He's giving us whiskey. Yes. He was um, a whiskey leader for a long time. He was. He was. He was, he was hiding yeah. in Oregon somewhere. He was, he was one of the first ones to give us like multiple bottles. Like we yeah. kept getting yes. bottles from him. Yeah. Um, awesome. I mean, yeah. And he's been for yeah, since, since the beginning. beginning for sure. Yeah. Since we yep. started. I mean, yep. uh, for some of I you might he, not know. Uh, he was like, a double agent for Geek Squad at some point in time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and some people might not know. Like we we started this podcast in April of 2015, right? Um, and it's 2021. I mean, I know us three sitting here right now never thought no we'd still be sitting here, you know, talking about people who've given us money, yeah. you know, and 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 you know for the content, you know. I can't so, remember if what I thought back then, um, but I'm pretty sure I probably thought it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't remember yeah. if I did. So. Yeah, much appreciation, Josh Haney. Still around. For sure. Um, not really on any uh, social media. It's quiet, yeah. Uh, very quiet, but he's there, and, and motherfucker's in the top. Yep. Mm-hmm. He is one of the top patrons. Um, and He's on Patty's tail. Yeah, he that. is on Patty's and tail. And some right of you there, will not right catch there. him, but he is right there. Yeah. He might he might catch Patty next month, actually. 
Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's close. Mm-hmm. It's their neck mm-hmm. and neck. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition. Guys. Not a competition. No, not totally a competition. competition. We have. Uh, <laughs> we have. I mean, for some it is. Yeah. We know that. Is. For some, some, some if want you want to get top spot. Yeah. Patty, if you want to get passed up, it's just, it's whatever. If you're comfortable with it. Next, we have Brett yeah. Gonzalez. Yeah. And Brett Gonzalez. She yeah. joined the 69 Club. Oh, she did she? Did. Yeah. yeah. I got to get, get a sticker done, yeah. Much respect. Yeah. It'll take a minute, but it's, it's yeah, in the yeah. works. Um, again, she's been a good friend of the show. She's yeah. uh, been to uh, multiple cool meetups. Person. Yeah, we've hung out yeah. with her a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very cool. Rye Amick. Rye, whiskey yep. giver also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have we met Rye? Love his bread. We haven't read. Yeah, Rye bread. I Sour love dough. Whiskey. Yeah, we met him. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Carrie Wobie. Mm-hmm. And we know. Um, she's from Bakersfield. God yeah, help her. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She is. And she's one of the top. And she's given us a few whiskeys. Shit, she got her own shelf over yeah, there. Yeah, she does she have does. a shelf. Very nice. She showed up yeah. with like four bottles, like done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not cheap bottles. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 And for those of you who don't know, what does it take to get a shelf? Six, six bottles. Six bottles. Yeah. Six bottles gets a shelf. Look at, look at Matt D. Adams our, up there, dude. There's bottles behind the bottles. I didn't yeah. know what else to do. Matt, that's yeah. what the D stands which, for. Which, that's what the D stands for, and that's right. why he is Cult Member of the Month. Yeah. I mean, yep. uh, Matthew just keeps on giving. And then a couple more to round out the top of the show. Michelle Campbell. Michelle yep. Campbell. Been around a long time. Yep, been around yep. a long time. Uh, a super good patron. We met her in uh, Kansas City. We did. She was she, she was there for the road creepy too right. yeah there for the road I wasn't session. there for that yeah and she oh, you didn't go? yeah, yeah he didn't go right. he wasn't there yeah it was me yeah. and you it was yeah. me you uh, yeah. Sam and remember we got driven around by Sammy. that by the by the guy and his his wife uh, Jenna Corbett tried to fucking stun gun me and shit yeah that's where she had a zipper on her face yep. right yep. didn't yep. she bring oh. you dead animals or something yeah dude she yeah. brought me fucking rabbit skins that weren't yeah. dry yeah. yet and yeah, she yeah. brought me goat spaghetti she had spaghetti. a bucket of blood in the back of her oh, truck oh that's right goat yeah. spaghetti yeah, yeah she brought goat spaghetti I couldn't yeah. tell if she was real or not I was like is that no, really your accent is she's it, are real. You real you're real like yeah. But she's like, yeah, like the butthole. She showed me where the butthole was for the rabbit. Yeah. Dude, my dog, I still have those fucking rabbit skins. Like it's up in the cabinet when I was moving. We showed it to my dog. And you ever seen that picture of Guinness Book of World Records where that black dude can like pop his eyeballs out of his head? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking shit you not. I got to get a picture of it. My border collie, if you pull that rabbit skin out and let <laughs> her smell, smell that shit, oh, her fucking eyes go like whoop, like they <laughs> pop out of her fucking head. Her eyes get so wide open. Have you ever I don't seen know that black guy? What that <laughs> smells like. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know. About. There's a lady that does it. Yeah. yeah. There's the lady. Yeah, they like blow lady. up their cheeks and all of a sudden their eyes yeah. pop out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My fucking border collie does that when she smells Jenna yeah. Corbett's rabbit pelt. Yeah. Jenna Corbett's a that real might be a good neck. sign to get rid of the rabbit pelt. No way, bro. How else can you get your dog to do you that? Can't, you might need to make a book or something. Yeah. 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 I'm going to make the, the Brentwich manuscript. Brentwich manuscript. We have Mitchell Mueller, who was the founder of the 69 Cent Club. Mueller. Yeah, and and, and we haven't really we don't hear from him no, at all. Like no. he's just he's Mark on there. Respect. He's up in the top. Yeah, goes by he, Ferris, but he founded Ferris the Mueller. 69 yeah. Cent Club. Yeah, yeah. the founder. And two others, real quick. We have Sarah Wolpe, and mm-hmm. we have Tyler Bajas. Tyler so, Bajas, uh, both. Yeah. Wolpe's she likes been to around spanked. a long time too. Yeah, really? she calls it a Wolpe. Yeah, it leaves if it leaves marks, it's, it's a, a Wolpe. Oh, okay. yeah. She's like, dang, you left a Wolpe on my ass. <laughs> So we want to thank you. Um, we're going to thank another chunk here at, at the back end of the show, but um, just much respect. We really appreciate it. Uh, you guys have, have given a lot, and it it is it does not go unnoticed. So makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, Don't you, stop. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what he Brand, says in yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, stop it. That's a safe word. Yeah. That's a safe word. Peaches. Pineapples. Pineapple's my safe. Pineapple. Word. Pineapple's yeah. your safe. Yeah. Word. Pineapple juice. You're going to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't gonna hear it. <laughs> no, you're not gonna hear it. Do you have a fighting word? Fighting word? When's yeah. that coming to play? 
It comes into play. You got really? a word. You say the word, and your you're friends know if you just said yeah. that word, we're all thrown oh, down. Mine's right motherfucker. Well, that's dangerous. <laughs> you could just yeah. say it on accident. That motherfucker right there. <laughs> no, it's not that motherfucker. It's just motherfucker. I just say like that. Yeah. I thought we were going to get snacks. Uh, and I was like, oh, uh, shit. I thought yeah. we were going to uh, dance. Yeah. yeah. No, that's obvious. Because my. Uh, They're, oh, you want to dance? Mm. Yeah, I thought we were going to get snacks. Like, I'll snacks, be motherfucker. Around. I'm about to fucking. You know, they, they think yeah, shit's uh, going down. Yeah. They don't know. Snacks. They think, what are you going to 7 talking about snacks. Yeah. Talking about cabbage. Cabbage. Well, that's obscure. Yeah, like that, that wouldn't accidentally happen. Cabbage. Cabbage. Like, just throw. Your, what if you're in the mix and shit's going down? What if the neighbors pissed you because your dog ate their kid's cabbage patch yeah. kit? You got switch. You need a backup fucking fight word. I said the N word. You just got the one word. Yeah. You're like, oh, really, Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. I call you the N word. Is that how we're going to do this, Teddy Ruxpin? You know, like, over your friend, like, Teddy skin, Foreskin. Rub my yeah. skin. Teddy Foreskin. Yeah. yeah. You say Teddy Foreskin, then you yeah. really know it's on. Yeah. Don't even hesitate. I can't. I, I don't imagine that I would get in a fight because someone ate. If your neighbor's really upset about it, you're not upset about it. You can't control what they're mad about. What are you saying? I'm not getting out of that. He's saying that if someone ate a Cabbage Patch Kid? Yeah, your dog ate the neighbor's kid's Cabbage Patch Kid, and then your, your fight word's out the window. My dogs wouldn't eat a Cabbage Patch Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh. They might if there's a rabbit pelt. Yeah, but no. your I'm, fight I make them a little jacket, a little rabbit pelt jacket. I have a, I mean, the I have thing a is, four-pound teacup it, chihuahua, and my other dogs are 16 and 17. There's no... Yeah. Eating of a cabbage patch kid happening in my house. That's thirty four together. You don't know what could happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's math, Dave. That's right. That's just math. So our topic today. This is a topic that we've um, it con- consistently comes up whenever there's a call for topics. This one is on the list um, in some form or another. We tend to back off of it as a topic because there's just so fucking much. There's so much about the Beatles. And I, I was don't, telling, I was I don't really, Dave, like, the Beatles are like, I mean, everybody knows about the Beatles. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody knows. But everybody Beatles. doesn't, though. No, Even, like, researching no, this, I was like, oh, I know, you know that. that. I mean, shit. no, yeah. I know that. I, I just, I like, as soon as there's like, just you a couple say things Beatles, like, I'm just like, ugh. I get, I get worried like, for the fact of there's a couple things out there, and we've been doing a ton of them lately. It's like, you do some murder thing, it's like, okay, there's going to be some hardcore person that knows everything about that murder. Yeah. But when you jump onto, like, Harley Davidson, or punk music, or the Beatles. It's like fucking sacred to some people. It is. You know, you what, know what I mean? What? Where you're like, oh, you, you know didn't what? mention the fucking, you know what? this obscure fucking you, you thing. You know what? Cabbage. All right, That's exactly, right. bitch. I was about well, to get some yeah. snacks, and it wasn't yeah. going to be cabbage. <laughs> and this is, this is <laughs> the way that like, I look at, like I look at like if you're an English major in college, it's like you can take an overview class, which would be like a class on rock and roll. And there's a section on the Beatles. And then when you get to be like upper division, you might take a class on the Beatles. And then when you get into graduate school, you take a very specific class on the Beatles. Yeah. So it's like it's if you're give some you their blood types and super shit. crazy yeah. hardcore Beatles fan, you're in, at the PhD level. Yeah. We're teaching introduction but to the Beatles. Like you know, Brent, though, too, like to be completely fair, we, we've done stuff on, or, you know, we've done shows on things that like, Somebody knew a lot about, and they were like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Right, like, I, I knew all this part, shit. Yeah. Or to our surprise, that, like know? a biker messages and, and says, "We did a great job on Harley." And I'm really no Hell's Angels. No, it was Harley because they said we we even got the bell. Oh yeah, well, I'm talking about me. I'm I was talking, talking about, about you. Yeah, why would I talk about? I you? got messaged by a Hell's Angel. Oh, that's not what I was referring to. And or I said, would have said that. Yeah. No, that's I what I was. I'm saying me. I'm referring to you, cabbage, motherfucker. Wait, wait, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> Dave's word took over. Yeah, put the fire out. It's just cabbage <laughs> it now. Did take over. Steam cabbage, bitch. <laughs> what? 
Um, so yeah, we're going to do a, a and I, you know, there's all the, like we could still do an entire episode on fucking John Lennon or on yeah. Paul McCartney, especially on Paul McCartney. What was yeah. the, did he die or not? Weird conspiracy oh, yeah. theory. Like yeah, there's still tons of stuff that, that you could dig into. Just the worst did Lennon robots for eyes. Did Lennon. Right. Yeah. And you could do, I mean, you could easily do a deep dive, so we're not doing you know, Lennon. four yeah. episode look at the Beatles or just the conspiracy. All that's not oh, what we Paul's do. dead. Like, yeah, that's not, that's is, it's not a conspiracy. He is dead. So, um, the one thing that I do want to note before we even start talking about it, any of the surviving Beatles really since like 1970, starting in about 1970, if you start to look at footage of any of the Beatles when they're getting interviewed, when there's a camera on them, they've, they've, they've changed. Just, they ha- there's, they all there's have a, a thousand yard stare. To this day, you'll see Paul McCartney and he'll be giving an interview and he's got the fucking thousand yard stare. There's like... Some shit That's fucking LSD, happened. Man. That's like, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. May, I don't know that it is. I the mean, submarine. I think it's the fucking, I think it's just being a beetle, man. I think it's just like, like they're not even human beings anymore. Probably like not. They live in such a different realm. You know, they, they're. Think about like, think about the stardom. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. not just like, you're not a movie star. You're no, not man. the rock. They you're, heard you're fucking. They literally heard the the sound the of, of three Beatles. billion panties drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah, there there was no woman that wouldn't just fucking fuck them right there, right in front of all the other women, yeah. right. They're and I mean that with apart. with any band like that's big, yeah, yeah, that that's going down. You know what I mean? Like that that's a thing. Like the and Beatles whether, though, to the point of just fucking hysteria, dude. Yeah. Those women. Well, they were the first. They were like yeah. really the first rock stars. Like yeah, they were the first. The yeah, first sure. Like I mean, they were that that fandom had never been seen in that light before. And the closest I'll ever come to seeing it was at a an early '90s Prince concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, and when he was singing like slow songs, I was watching women like convulse yeah and pass well elvis out. i mean elvis same thing like that but right. it wasn't elvis was big and and like women were fainting or, yeah. or you know going crazy for him and stuff but the beatles was just a whole nother like it was fucking just elvis's I mean, peanut butter sandwich, yeah, peanut peanut butter sandwich. Butter, banana yeah. it's like yeah. a whole jar of peanut butter a fucking baguette yeah, yeah. that's why he died fat it was like a foot long peanut butter banana sandwich exactly dude yeah that was ridiculous so just <laughs> i i was trying to find out how much they sold and everyone pointed to one particular article which is way fucking out of date everyone pointed to one study that they did to compile all this stuff that was done back in 2014 so it's obviously bigger numbers than this by now yeah but uh, they released 63 singles. Um, so just radio play singles that would be on their own record, et cetera. 63 fucking singles. That's all I take to the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by 2014, they had sold 1.6 billion singles. That's a fucking shit ton That's of money. That's a fucking shit ton of money, dude. I mean, I don't know, comparatively to like Michael Jackson or something. I know no one passed him, though, but like Michael Jackson has to be who's on their fucking heels, right? No, yeah. actually, Little Wayne is. No, sold. a couple of people have. It, it depends on different. So there's depends different on the Wayne? criteria. Yeah, really. Oh, uh, so like different. There's different criteria. So se- selling singles is different than albums, right? right. So like the I think I believe they right probably now got their ass whooped in singles by about now because singles. Is yeah, where it's singles at right is where now. it's at. Yeah, records they call them. You know, right. and and Little Wayne um, had had as uh, last I heard, I could be wrong. Like somebody could be yelling at me right now. But Little Wayne had uh, sold the most. He he surpassed the Beatles and fucking Michael Jackson 
Uh, he sold the most singles out of anybody as of right now. Crazy. And he's only still going. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I mean, but hip hop's huge. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, Drake and Lil Wayne huge, and these yeah. guys are fucking just monsters. So they released 13 albums. Um, and the thing I didn't know at all about him, I didn't realize the fucking time scale, how compressed the time scale of the Beatles was. Yeah, it wasn't very long. Because they did 13 albums, but for the, I don't know, the first seven or eight albums, they were releasing two albums a year. Yeah. It was like they were only releasing albums for like six or seven years. Like, and that's yeah. the whole fucking catalog. I just looked it know? up. The number one song of all times for the most earnings is The Hill Sisters' Happy Birthday. Oh, well, because there's yeah. royalties on that fucking yeah. shit. 1893 estimated earnings is 50 million. Yeah, but if you, if you look up like on, on actual music charts, years ago. music charts yeah. for like the uh, record singles, like, right. but if it, you want to use that song in a movie, it costs twenty five thousand dollars. Huh. Fuck off. That's why no everybody one, sings a yeah. different happy birthday song. Yeah, I'd be like, nobody's happy, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, right, exactly. Right. If somebody needs to coin that one, though, like, you, that's, you just why, start that's why a lot of restaurants have their own happy birthday songs yeah. and shit because yeah. they don't want to pay them a fucking royalty. That's crazy. So they've had. Uh, would, would the restaurant really. I guess if somebody walked in and was like, fucking, I work for ASCAP. Yeah, like, exactly. You're going to have to pay royalties yeah. to the Hill Sisters. 21 number one albums in the U.S., including anthologies yeah. and best ofs and all that stuff. Um, total estimated U.S. dollars uh, is 177 million dollars uh, spent on Beatles music, and globally they think that uh, album sales were in excess of 600 million. And that was um, at that time. At the time, at and the in, time, two, that's in 2014, insane. the Beatles White Album was the biggest selling studio album of all time. Um, and uh, one thing that I never thought of before is. Like I read this in two different articles that were like different music historians talking about the Beatles and the impact that they made. And they said that they don't think anyone calculates like part of the calculation, which isn't ever included is the fact that people bought record players and stereos just so they could listen yeah. to the Beatles. Yeah. So when the Rolling Stones blew up, it was largely only because this motherfucker bought a record record player to listen to the Beatles. Yeah, it was like when and now they can. I play, even remember now like they the, ha, now they can play in the nineties. Yeah. DVD players were out. Yeah, and I didn't really care to get one. And the Matrix came out on DVD, Boom. and I went and bought a DVD, DVD player, player because yeah. the Matrix just came out. Yeah. And it was like it's this kind of a thing. It's like so many people yeah. only had the capacity <clears throat> to to. To play yeah, good if, music like because the, they want the the thing about the Beatles too. Like I'm not I'm not a, like a Beatles fan. Like I, I'm not like like you you know their music though. When it comes sure. on, it, it is a it is a sound yep. that sounds like no other. Yes, even in that era. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and and there has been, um, I mean the way that they did their music, everything was a. Uh, uh, like an like a flat note or a you know what I mean like they didn't have uh, they didn't use the normal notes that everybody was using you know what I mean they weren't using you know uh, the the normal uh, happy keys you know that people oh, were sure. using their their stuff was off key a little bit and even um, the happy stuff yeah even the happy stuff was like it, it, they used weird notes when they did their music right uh, which was the genius of the beatles it has a feel to it that nobody, nobody else can capture has and another thing that's interesting about the beatles is that there were multiple like there were multiple singers 
And with most big rock bands, there's just the one voice. Yeah. But well, when you heard a Paul McCartney song. Any yeah. one of them could have been a star. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the big thing. I don't Ringo, know if they, if they yeah, had they an off-key yeah. thing, but they definitely got super creative in the recording Well, and you had that later yeah. on. You had that later on with the Eagles. You know, the drummer sings Hotel California. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, and, and and then they sing other songs. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's like the guitar. That's the guitarist over here. That's, that's There's the lead singer. And like, that's there's fucking the guy, hard to do. Like Muse, who's a huge album, like a huge, you know, a huge album album a huge uh band yeah, very good musicians uh, yeah. very good musicians and a couple of albums ago um the i forget who it might have been their bass player um like the last three songs of the album he sang he's got a great voice they were really good songs everybody almost rioted because they're mad about Muse. it yeah, yeah yeah you know so yeah. it's like you have to somehow it's like to, when lars, pull that lars started early. singing for metallica you know yeah. he started like getting more and more with his stupid little voice you gotta there, pull you know? that shit off early man yeah you want someone else yeah. to do tracks yeah. they gotta at least they gotta do backup vocals yeah. clearly or you know yeah but, like um, cypress hill did it right you right know? Like, yeah. I pulled up, yeah i pulled up top musician earning of all time garth brooks is who's right behind the beatles I don't see Lil oh, Wayne shit. anywhere, but Beatles is well, 183 million units sold by the Beatles. Garth Brooks is at 150, uh, 156 million. Yeah. Uh, then it's Elvis Presley. Then it's the Eagles. Then it's Led yeah, Zeppelin. Yeah, I had, I had read that. that uh, Billy uh, Joel. Then Lil Michael Wayne Jackson. Surpassed. Michael Jackson's seven. That's kind of surprising, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 84 well, million. Then Elton John. There might be units and then there's album sales too or, or single or records. Singles, so there's or, a whole there's there's diff- a yeah, different. Yeah, there's a bunch of different variables. Yeah. So. I mean, um, I don't know. I could, like I said, I could be completely off base too, but I'm just, I had read that somewhere. So the, um, and the thing is like, I used to say I hated the Beatles cause I just didn't fucking dig their I music. I don't hate them. I just don't listen and, to them. And, um, again, and I've, I've mentioned it before on the show. One of the things like, I'm like, I was ridiculously into the rock band video games, um, like and as i've said before like there were there were songs on the global leaderboards that the rock band band i was in we were like number one on a handful of songs we were in the top 30 globally that's Um, wild i mean we were really fucking good at playing rock band and it was myself my sister erica my ex-wife and uh, my brother-in-law brett and we would just play every night over and over and over and over and um it made me really appreciate endless music that i never appreciated before because we would play this same song over and over and over and i always played bass because i'm the black guy and um like it made me just have this appreciation of the bass like i love the bass in all music now and i listened to it where it was always invisible before um but you know like motley crew songs that we had to i've never yeah. liked motley crew or given a shit and we would play these motley crew songs and i'd be like that's actually a fucking badass song yeah. like whoever you know and then they did the the rock band beatles that was just a it was nothing but beatles songs and you progressed through their career and played all their songs through their albums and we bought it and we played it and that was when i started to kind of like the first four albums probably yeah. don't t- don't care for him yeah it's like the super 60s rock yeah like kind of bland the, like kind of bland yeah. like that was what blew him up yeah but then they kind of take this turn all of a sudden and it goes from just and that's like then to great it's, it's turned into great turn into great yeah it right? really it's is turn into legend. it really is and and the, the crazy thing is people don't realize and 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 the the admiration and respect i have for the beatles i don't necessarily like the mu- like their music like i said i really like like um if if you're into production or, or like beat making or you know what I mean making music in general, um, the the way that they play the instruments is unique. 
uh, as I just said a little bit ago, you know, the, the way that they play their notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. Um, but there's a lot of, I mean, I love hip hop. Like I grew up on hip hop right? and, and it's what I listen to. And I'm, I'm going to be 80 driving something down the street, listen to listening to Wu-Tang right. Clan or some yeah, shit. You right. know they, what I mean? I'm going to be that fucking they, guy. They call you the hip hop apocalypse. Yeah. And I listen to, you know what I mean? I've, I've, I've grown a little bit and I, I've, I tolerate country certain things, you know, like when we're going to the lake, we listen to country lake songs because right. it's, it's a feel, you know right. what I mean? Like it's, sure, it's a I'll thing, you know? Um, and, I, rerun, and I can reruns a Ricky and my, Lake and my me and my son will sing shit and, and it's fun and it's a family thing you know like it's not necessarily that I'm gonna go bump that shit down the street when I'm by myself uh, I I just you know there's certain times for right. certain things right and uh, I mean Wu Tang Clan was one of the earliest examples of using uh, Beatles uh, sample you know what I mean in in uh, the heart gently weeps um, sample that they use in on one of their albums so is that the name of their song. No, that's the my that's guitar the, gently weeps is the song. But oh. maybe, yeah, oh, yeah. So the heart gently weeps is the Wu Tang Clan that's version. Right. They the use right. yeah, they use the mm. sample right. Um, and then also like you know uh, that Ray Michael Jackson. Yeah, Ray Summer. Well, I don't know how to say his name. Ray Ray Schmermerman, uh, uh, fucking rapper. Like he has a thing called the Black Beatles, you know, and like there's there's a lot. I mean, and that's that's newer music, you know what I mean? So right. like there's throughout hip hop, like through I mean, producers, um, you know, just just rappers in general, um, anybody dealing with, you know, the hip hop industry, the Beatles have influenced that from the very beginning. Absolutely. And even Paul McCartney has came out and like, you know what I mean? Like with with his um you know, you would think he would have some like, you know, not want to, you know, I don't want to be associated with that thing. You know what I mean? Because right. I am the Beatles. It's the rock, rock and roll. But no, he's even came out and like, you know, um, kind of basically not, I, I don't want to say like he didn't promote anything or anything, but he's been like open saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy we influenced this style sure. of music and these sure. things, you know? So right. it's kind of interesting. Like there's a, there's a lot of, of, of behind the scenes things, mm-hmm. I guess, like things you wouldn't think. And the other thing is, it's like, it's in the nose. We'll get to that album. I can't remember which album it was, but like one of their albums is just like considered to be like the greatest rock album that ever was. Yeah. And they say that it was like the album of the summer of love. And like, hmm. it was like the album it was the album that everybody in the world was listening to. It was an album that like, like it's not the white album. It might. I, I don't know. It's in the notes. It might be the, the, at one point the um, like another thing. And it's a, it's weird because we're in such a different place in our culture right now. There was like, there was high culture and there was low culture yeah. and rock and roll music and stuff on the radio and all that stuff was low culture. And Re- revolver is their number one ranked album. It might, might be what it is. But the the like any upper end music critic was writing about opera and yeah. jazz yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. And like this album in the middle of this thing suddenly becomes the first rock album. That high culture. It was a focal. Yeah. yeah high culture is like yeah. this is as good as music gets. Yeah. And low culture was saying the same thing. It was sort of the yeah. end of that line. Like there was no more. They went from underground to mainstream. Yeah. There was you no know, more and, distinction and, yeah. in the world yeah. between high culture and low culture because the Beatles broke yeah. that. Yeah. You know, with, they did. They did a lot. I mean, you know, if like I said, just talking about the influence they had. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Black Sabbath, U2, Queen, 
um, Nirvana. You all, endlessly hear songs and you're like, oh, that, they took that from the Beatles. Yeah, like, all just, were influenced by yeah. the Beatles. Like, right. it, like everything that you listen to today. I mean, there could be countries. You're a country fan. There's probably that motherfucker probably fucking loves the Beatles yep. and fucking knows guitar and so riffs. The producer and so did yeah, the, and, yeah, and and that's what's crazy. Like there have been. I mean, there's been other groups and bands, and you know what I mean. You have Aerosmith and Run DMC, and you have these things that are precursors to a lot of cultural change in music, or right. you know, the start of something. But the Beatles did it on this. I mean, even Elvis Presley, like I've mentioned, he had this like crossover between, you know, kind of black and white yes. culture and music and yep. bringing soul into white music. And it was just this fucking phenomenal, you know, phenomenon that happened. But the way the Beatles did it, it, it fucking changed everything. I and mean, I had it, a, it's, they inspired everyone. I had a mindfuck moment in the middle of this. When I realized, I read, oh, and as a play on words, they named themselves the Beatles, spelled like the, because they wanted to call themselves the Beatles, like the bugs, but then yeah. like, but we need to make it beat, like, like a B-E-A-T. Beat. Yeah. Yeah. And I suddenly realized that every time I think of the Beatles, it's Mandela as fuck. It's B-E-A-T in my head. Right. Yeah. And if I think of a bug, Beetle, it's B-E-T. the regular beetle. Yeah. Like I, ne- beetle. it never even dawned yeah. on me that I'm already conditioned to spell the Beatles. It's because you've seen that name exactly over. But and it's like over it's not the again. real world yeah. word. No. But I already know to spell it that yeah. way. Your brain knows. Like it fucked me up. Yeah, I it, was like, wait, have I been searching based on B E E? And it's like, no. I all my searches are Beatles. beatles. Like you know how because spell. that's how yeah. it's fucking spelled. Yeah, you literally have to type insect to get Beatles to come yes. up on Google because <laughs> yeah, Beatles will they come up. So the beginnings of what they did, um, John Lennon, when he was 17, formed his first band, and it was called the Black Jacks. Um, and it was made from schoolmates, and uh, they went to a place called Quarry Bank Grammar School, so they, or Quarry Bank. Mm-hmm. So they called themselves the Quarry Men, and they played a type of music called skiffle. Mm. And I had to look terrible. it up because I didn't know what the fuck skiffle was. And you've kind of heard it before. It's like a British, it's like British pub songs. Mm. And there's like a banjo and it's kind of folksy. Mm. And I listened to like three in a row. Um, one of them was uh, Lonnie Donegan's Does Your Chewing Gum Lose Its Flavor on the Bedpost Overnight? It just depends is the answer. The, but the, that's a classic. Yeah. But it's, it's like classic. they're they're kind of funny. The songs are funny. They're trying to get the crowd to laugh because they're, you're singing in a pub. My amateur fight know. debut in MMA. I walked out to that. Yeah. 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 It's a good, it's a good uh, opening song. I won. I, and I owe it to that, I think. But, um, and it actually reminded me, and this might be an obscure reference, but a lot of times if Monty Python ever does a song, it, kind of that it's like skiffle. skiffle like when i heard it i was like oh that sounds like every monty python mm. song that i can think of so it was definitely a thing it wasn't rock and roll it was a different yeah, type of music. Folk music it was like it's a folk, folk music. pub music you know yeah, that makes sense um and uh they um did that in 1957 um when they were setting up for a performance at a church hall for a fair um, they uh, got introduced to Paul McCartney, who was a 15-year-old self-taught uh, guitar player. Um, I was amazed at how young they all were when they yeah, fucking man. started. Um, so, yeah, so Lennon started when he was 17. McCartney comes in at 15. Um, he auditioned um, after he saw him play, and he was immediately brought into the band. Uh, 
in February of 58, they started to move towards Skiffle. And I read a couple of different reasons why they got away from Skiffle. One of them said that it was because their banjo player quit. Um, but then Paul McCartney himself said, uh, when he was talking about with this group, with the pre-Beatles, he said, for my first gig, I was given a guitar solo on Guitar Boogie. As the pre-Doles. The pre-Doles. Yeah. <laughs> <Like that laughs> you can't just eat one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he said, I could play it easily in rehearsal, so they elected I should do it as my solo. Um, things were going fine, but when the moment came in the performance, I got sticky fingers. I thought, what am I doing here? I was just too frightened. It was too big a moment with everyone looking at the guitar player. I couldn't do it, and that's why George was brought in. That happened one time at a party. I was playing in a band, and I got to the fucking solo part. I was like, nope, playing power chords. My fingers don't work. <laughs> can't do it. Really? Not doing it. Yep. And I was like, yeah, power chords through. Everyone looked at me. I was like, not going to happen. That's power funny. chord and threw that in next. Yeah. Yep. So... Uh, the historian said that when the banjo left, they knew they needed someone else. So they brought in, uh, George Harrison to play lead guitar. But then Paul McCartney himself said that it was because he choked at that gig. So they had to bring in, uh, uh, George Harrison to play guitar. Um, but either way, at that point he comes in, the banjo goes out. There's a lot of um, varying versions of those stories. Like <clears throat> McCartney, like yeah. audition there, 15, probably not. Like one of the stories I heard was he taught Lennon how to fucking tune his guitar and then played a couple songs he knew like backstage or whatever, just hanging out. And he's like, Oh, you're pretty good. You want to join my band? Yeah. There are you know, 15 and 17. An audition, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But literally like, taught Lennon how to tune the guitar at that yeah. point. Right. They're really, just trying to make a band. Yeah. Like that, right. that's all that is. Um, so oh you uh, have a band yeah it's me and you now dude, right. I remember yeah, being, yeah, you have yeah, to find yeah, another yeah. guy yeah. yeah i remember being 15 and what a difficult task it was to press the distortion pedal and not fucking mess up like i'm like i'm going from this and it's time to hit the distortion pedal Da-da. keep strumming these fucking chords <laughs> don't yeah. let your hands skip a beat because you have to fucking think hard enough to press the pedal right right i remember that was i was like oh my god i can't even press the fucking distortion pedal. i'm not coordinated enough right to press that at this point right it's weird so um I guess uh, Harrison brings in a rockabilly influence because he he liked rockabilly. Yeah. That was what he primarily listened to. Um, so at this point, it's Lennon, McCartney, and Harrison. They have a piano player named Duff Lowe, a drummer named Colin Hanton. That's my rap name. And, uh, <laughs> Duff Lowe? Duff Lowe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Duff Lowe. Duff Lowe. Duff Lowe. We get Yeah. <laughs> If the black beetle. I wonder how many. I wonder how many, I wonder how many records we could sell. As the yeah, Sophie King. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Duff Low. Duff. Yeah. Just, yeah. Spell it like Duff Low. Yeah. L O W E, and then just pronounce it Duff Low. Yeah. Um. So, but they recorded a demo, and it was Buddy Holly's "That'll Be the Day," and then an original that Lennon and McCartney wrote called "In Spite of All the Danger." And uh, sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. Um. And they uh, create this. The Quarrymen break up in 1959. Aww. And uh, Lennon and McCartney keep songwriting. Harrison joins a group called the Les Stewart Quartet. Mm. Um, and uh, it's just kind of, we live in fucking Liverpool and we're all doing yeah. some music, music shit. Yeah. We went in this band and went split, in that split, band. Yeah. And, yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's differences um, in musical creativity. Right. So uh, they um, ended up getting a guy named Stu Sutcliffe, who didn't know how to play, who didn't know how to play bass to play bass, Um, and they (laughs) they pull him in. (laughs) Yeah, Um, (laughs) gotta be desperate. Like, there's someone that plays shitty bass at least. Exactly, any bass. Right, he's got no bad habits. He can make something out of this. But 
He's got a base. True. He has a base. <laughs> like, he's better than all those all guys that do don't is, have a base. Doom, 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 yeah, doom, doom. Exactly. Yeah, I think he just right. hit that. Like, that's yeah. all we need. Um, so, at one point, uh, Harrison said in an interview, we had a stream of drummers coming through. After about three of these guys, we ended up with almost a full kit of drums from the bits they'd left behind. <laughs> so, Paul decided he'd be the drummer. He was quite good at it. At least he seemed okay. Probably we were all pretty crap at that point. It only lasted for one gig, but I remember it very well. It was in Upper Parliament Street where a guy called Lord Woodbine owned a strip club. Oh, shit. It was in the afternoon with a few perverts, five or so men in overcoats, and a local stripper. We were brought in as the band. They're naked under those for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We uh we were brought in as the band to accompany the stripper, Paul on drums, John and me on guitar, and Stu on bass. Let me tell you about drummers trying out for your band. That is the most awkward shit ever. Because all you have is like their word, like if they didn't have their in some other shit, and they're like, Yeah, man, I can play drums. You're like, okay, cool, yeah, but they have to bring a whole fucking drum, drum set. Kit, like yeah. guitar yeah, player brings like a little, maybe a little practice amp, maybe like some, I don't know, it could be two twelves. They can carry it out with one hand, their guitars in the other hand. You can you can you can try out a, a guitar player on an acoustic though. Yeah, and, you know they, what I mean. Like they, they play, and yep. they don't want to leave it. They're yeah, like, well, yeah. I'm gonna take this home because I want to play. But a drummer's like, I gotta set the shit back up. So like they come and it's like awkward as fuck and it doesn't work. And you're like, yeesh. The whole yeah, time you're like looking up. at the fucking bass player and you're like, yeah. this isn't going to work. Bands are drama. This. And yeah. so it's like two hours of awkwardness of it not working. And then it's like, all right, man, well, and you're like, you need to take that shit with you. You yeah. know what I mean? So right. it's like, oh, you should, yeah, I mean, you should probably take it. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know when we're going to practice again. Right. Wednesday yeah. is the answer. We're going to practice on Wednesday. <laughs> Without <laughs> you. Yeah. With a different yeah. drummer. Unless right you now. have a bass player that has like a fucking, you know, <clears throat> a fucking some uh, 15 stack with some 12s and the 10s and the fuck, you know what I mean? So, like you know, over egregious fucking bass player, right. you know, like <laughs> there's a, right behind that wall. There's a drum set. Cause I was yeah. like, I'm finding a drum set. So we don't have to do this again. That was right. awkward. At least you, you just bring a guy in Drum drums. set, bro. You know, if we decide we're going to play a bunch, you could bring yeah. your drums or whatever. But yeah. I don't want you to bother with it. I got some drums down here. Yeah, it's not yeah. the best cymbals or whatever. But you know, we can we can jam. Yeah. And so I had my own drum set. Nice. Yeah, bring your sticks. Bring yeah. your sticks. Yeah, you bring your sticks, bro. Yeah. Um. So at this point, with this combination, um, a guy named Pete Best uh, becomes the drummer. Um. And in the summer of 1960, they're offered a two month gig in Hamburg, Germany. Hmm. and hamburger um, germany hamburger germany uh lennon john lennon said when he's talking about the the background he said it was hamburg that did it that's where we really developed to get the germans going and keep it up for 12 hours at a time jesus christ we had to hammer we'd never have developed as much if we stayed at home we had to try anything that came into our heads in hamburg there was nobody to copy from we played what we liked <laughs> best, and the Germans liked it as long as it was loud. Uh, so there was boots and cats and boots and cats exactly, and boots and cats dude. and boots yeah. and cats. And uh, fuck shit stack. Yeah, that so whole yeah. thing where pe- where people talk about the like that idea that you need ten thousand hours to become the master at a at a skill yeah, yeah. or a craft yeah, or an yeah. art form. That came from a guy named Malcolm Gladwell in a book called Outliers. That was him breaking that down. And in that book, he breaks down like Tiger Woods. Uh, I forget who else. He breaks down like four different people. And one of them is the Beatles. And he mm. even says, if you look at the grueling hours that they put in, and he specifically talks about their time in Germany. Like by the well, time because not only left, playing the shows that they were doing, they were, they were having to go develop 
music. Yeah, write their own shit, come up you with know, stuff. That's all but they were doing. Like you're just you put in your ten thousand hours. Like yeah. you just kept leveling up every night. You went yeah. up a level because you just yeah, had you to figure keep some shit grinding. Out. Yeah. And you know, again, like like John Lennon said, like if we just stayed in Liverpool, we never would have grown. Yeah, like I that. mean, yeah, and it's it, that. I mean, that's true with anything. Like you, if even if you're crap at something. And you go and you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And you study the best out yeah, there simultaneously. You get, and, and I've seen that. Like, I mean, with, with softball players, you know, with training girls, you know, like in softball, like you can get a girl in, in a matter of months from not being able to catch a ball to making plays in a game. Right. You know what I mean? Imagine what you could do if you had more time and yeah. put more effort into it. If you, you know? had 12 hours a day I remember, for two months. Yeah, I remember my buddy Cameron, yeah. drummer, he was terrible. I mean, terrible at drums. His grandpa built him a shed out in the back of their mobile home. A whack and shed? Yeah, whack and shed. He'd whack on the drums. <laughs> so he had the drum kit in there, and it was loud as shit. Like, you heard it on, on all the other streets, right. you know what I mean? And he was terrible. Go forward a few years, and he's a fucking good drummer. You right. know what I mean? And, but he played every fucking yeah, day for put fucking hours. You put the and he became in. yeah. He's a good fucking drummer. You know right. what I mean? Like he and then all of a sudden he's buying big ass kits and got you know what I mean? Got ten thousand dollars and a fucking kit of drums and shit. And you it know? probably helped that it was in Germany. Because it's like, yeah. hey, our days are so long that we don't have time to go look at what anybody else is doing. We've got to keep the crowd happy. So all we're doing is reading the crowd. We're not really getting any feedback except a visceral crowd yeah. reaction. We don't speak no the beer bottles got thrown at us. We don't speak the language. Yeah. Like you're just in this artistic isolation, being forced to improve by what the crowd is doing every night yeah, you get positive feedback you're like more of that huh? more like it when i yeah, scream yeah, when i right. play really hard yeah, when you went yeah. crazy on the drums they really liked it like so they more. like i think it was Lennon that actually um invented well he didn't invent it but discovered feedback like before Jimi hendrix which was like the next person yeah, who's getting next to the he was too close next, to the right, amp speaker, and it just yeah. happened on an accident and then he's like oh that's kind of fucking cool and used it in the song and the yeah. germans so, were yeah probably digging it because he said yeah. they liked everything loud they're like they called yeah. it mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, um, that's the Gruberg. so in 1960 um they came up with it the, they they realized we needed a good name and buddy holly's band they obviously like buddy holly um his band was called the crickets so that's when they said we're going to be the beatles and then they put the spin on it to be beat um mm -hmm. in beatles um genius exactly <laughs> they go back to hamburg again and uh, Stu quit the band so he could study art. I bet you he kicked himself in the Fuck, ass. Yeah, he, years did, he didn't. He just died Actually, he later. Uh, died of an aneurysm the day uh, their like first for, album no. came out. Yeah, he fucking his brain exploded. No, the day they recorded their first album. Yeah, that was some his brain, something. It was his it was brain some, exploded. It was either the day they released something or the day they hit the charts or the day they recorded. It had to have been when they when it came out because then he just it died. might have been. Yeah, He's like, he just fucking, fucking died. died. Yeah, yeah. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. Like he was yeah. on the edge. He'd be okay if yeah, nothing yeah, like yeah. that happened. Yeah. That's yeah. like the guy that sold Victoria's Secrets. Like jumped off the fucking golden the the Golden Gate Bridge because he fucking sold it for like two million dollars and then like a couple years later it was worth like. Fucking, fucking fifty million, hundred million, just fucking killed himself. Well, you fucking yeah. dumbass! It wouldn't have been worth that much if you ran it, or it already yeah. would have been. Wow. It wouldn't have happened. Wow! <laughs> like, I mean, come on! <laughs> wow! Like, just take your two million dollars and be happy. Probably own Wilson on you. Wow! He did. <laughs> I summoned the wow. Wilson. Um, so uh, they got uh, Paul took up playing bass. Um, they went back to Liverpool. They they had a fan base. 
Um, and uh, Lennon and McCarthy were becoming really good friends. And they talked about the fact that they would go hitchhiking together. Um, they would just take their guitars. They would hitchhike. They would land in some fucking small town. They would, the two of them would sing some songs in front of a pub. They'd fucking pack it up and write more. And they just kind of lived this bizarre, you know, and everybody contributed to their songwriting, but it was really those two, like those two were the, that's the man. No, that's, and you read, like when you start reading album by album, it's like, Oh, this guy wrote this part of the song and whatever. But all those, like, when you hear those songs that you're like, oh, that song gives me chills every time I fucking hear it, it was Lennon and McCartney right. who wrote the fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so they signed a record contract, um, and they were uh, they were at a place called the Cavern Club in Liverpool. Um, they were actually under contract to be the backup band for another singer. I can't think of what his name was. So the guy that uh, got them uh, to their, right. their manager or whatever was trying to get them out of that contract. Yeah. And so it took some time. He got them out of the contract into the contract for him to be the manager. And then he, they, a fucking ton of places turned them down before this guy from Polly. And you're going to say it in a minute. The guy sure. that actually signed them for their contract. They got turned down by major fucking places. They said, ah, that style's like on the way out. Right. Not for us. Turn down the fucking Beatles. Like yeah. multiple times yeah. people turned them down. So they meet, uh, Brian Epstein, no yeah, relation. And, um, he, uh, like the more I read about the Beatles, the more I realized that Brian Epstein, you know, that's no relation. You don't know that. I don't know that. That's, my my assumption is there's no relation. That's where Epstein got all his money. From I that. think Brian Epstein was the reason the Beatles became the Beatles. Hmm. Um, soon as he found them. They got signed record labels. He was the one that flew to the States and hustled the fucking Ed Sullivan show. Um, he saw, the, Ed, he saw Sullivan's what, everything. Yeah, he, was he, their, he, he saw was, the potential. He was their financial advisor. <laughs> yeah. He was close friends with all of them. He dies. And within two years of his death, they all fucking hate each other and they're on drugs and they collapse. Yeah. And it's like, and more and more that I read, people were like, they didn't fall apart because of financial matters or because of Yoko Ono or because of whatever. They fell apart because Epstein was dead. Yeah. And he was the only one ever keeping, the one them, keeping together. them together. Like yeah. they were too many geniuses all in one band. Yeah. Too many kicks Epstein, in the kitchen. Epstein yeah. was able to keep that balance yeah. and, and make that, them all And that's happy. the rough thing about it. That's why most bands don't make it because right. if there's multiple people you know, pulling their direction, right. one person's pissed off and they're leaving, the band ain't the band no more. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, you know I mean? and a lot of times you've got to be in the band and you've got to realize, oh, that's the motherfucker right there. Yeah. yeah that guy writes all our songs. Yeah, he's yeah. the lead singer. He's the lead guitarist. He's the one developing, like, he's the one developing I'm, the like, rhythms and the beats. I'm yeah. rich as fuck and I'm famous and there's yeah. t-shirts with my face on them, but it's all about that motherfucker right yeah. there. Like yeah. I'm happy to be in the band. Some people, but, some people, but some people in music, just like art won't let that go. They yeah. want to be, they want to be the, spotlight. they want their yeah. thing and not even, it's not a spotlight thing. It's their idea. Yeah. It's their, you know what right. I mean? Like they want their thing done you yeah know? yeah no i think that's true um so yeah he signs uh with a five-year contract as their manager in january of 1962 and they have a record contract when everyone's turning him down they have a ret- record contract within two months once uh, epstein takes over um and then he gets some songs to a guy named uh, george martin who's a record producer and he likes the music and he loves them. And he wrote Game of Thrones. He's, yeah. 
He's like they're funny, they're witty, they yeah. they have great personalities. Before they all had their thousand and that, yard and that, stare, and that matters. It does you know matter. what I mean? That matters. I think that was a big factor of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that was a big factor of the Beastie. I mean, that's with anybody. Like if if you go up there and you don't have that that likability and or the looks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're you're gonna get right. ousted. And right. I think at this time it wasn't as crazy of a thing as it is now. Like right. now you have to have the looks, you have yeah, to have the voice, sure. you got to have the, for sure. you know what I mean? You, you know, you have to have the package or else you're not going to make it. Right. No matter show, how the, good you are. The show, the monkeys. You watched the oh, monkeys yeah. back there. I watched for the sure. fuck out of that. I just yeah, thought about it. Hey, the monkeys. Sure. Yeah. That was a great show. Sort of Beatleish is why. Like that's yeah. kind of reminds me of that. And we watched but the, the, the group, the monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why the monkeys, the turtles, the, you know, yeah, like the monkeys were a fabricated, like they were assembled yeah. by a producer to be in a show to make because the, of the Beatles, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I remember like that was it was hard to find that show when I was young, but it was just so weird and funny and strange. I remember it coming and, on a lot. Yeah, you, eventually MTV picked it up, and I think that's really what kind of put it on the map. Doesn't look like there's any connection from Brian Epstein to Jeffrey Epstein. I, okay. I looked it up. There's a whole Reddit thing yeah. about it. Um, of course, there is. Of course there is. So uh, on June 6th of 1962, they go to EMI Studios in Abbey Road, like the famous studio, and uh, George Martin uh, produces their first uh, songs. They make Love Me Do, uh, Besame Mucho, which I really meant to listen to because I love that song, Besame Mucho. It's like a, I always hear it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um Love that fucking song. Don't know the, I mean, it's in Spanish, so I don't know it. But I was like, the Beatles did Besame Mucho? That means kiss me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, And they did Ask Me Why and P.S. I Love You. And, uh, but the producer is like this guy, uh, Best, I already forget his first name. He wasn't the best drummer. He wasn't the best drummer. Uh, but they were like, we like everything about this, but we don't like this fucking drummer. Hmm. So we got to shit can this guy. Um, and one article I read said that the band decided to fire him. One article that I read said that Epstein, Epstein wanted to fire yeah. him. And one article said that Martin wanted to fire him. Hmm. So it probably came from Martin because Epstein liked the band and the guys. Right, and Martin right. was probably like, as the, as the producer like is probably like, to, this, like guy, this guy's not good enough. He's not yeah. working out yeah. like this. I, I hear it a different way. Someone in the lives to the Epstein and Lennon had a love affair and I Googled it and oh, there is probably. some like huh. shit about them taking yeah. off to Barcelona together. Sounds gay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So they end up uh, shit canning him um, and they hire uh, Ringo Starr um, two days later. And I saw an interview with McCartney. They were talking about in. like, yeah, they said that they started playing with Ringo and they looked at each other like, this, this is it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like this, <laughs> you know, yeah. but they knew yeah. it was like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. that's how we did. Remember we were, we started recording. We were like, yeah. Yeah. As soon as Ringo it. showed up, we were like, this yeah. is it. Dude. Yeah. We're going to yeah. be some. Yeah. Never really. One of, one of us just had a ringworm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, had, you had you had ringworm. I had ring around the collar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were like, okay, that's close enough. Yeah, and then Brent just got circumcised. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I had yeah. cock ring. Yeah, yeah. 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 cock ring. And he called it his Ringo star. Yeah, yeah. I uh, put my Ringo in your star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew Man. from that from that moment yeah. on. You ever seen the yeah. porn Ringo chocolate star? <laughs> no, no, I yeah. have not. 
But did you ever see Ringo Starr's movie Caveman? No, I did not. Fucking fantastic. Is it though? It is, is it? though. Really? Is it? It's oh, so God. good, dude. I feel like I'm being trolled. Caveman was so good. When I was a kid, that yeah. was like one of my all-time favorite fucking movies. I don't know. No one like, speaks. It's all caveman. <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like when Brad told us about Dora taking a poop. Dude, no, dude. Dora's good. Fucking, you haven't watched Dora yet? No, I'm not going to do it. Or Why? I still want to watch movie. it. I keep, I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, it's not. It's actually not. I mean, it's not the greatest movie you've ever seen, but it's better than any Kurt Russell movie. What the fuck? Exactly, yeah. dude. It's got Dennis Quaid and Shelley Long. There you yeah. go. And there's no lines? No. Through the whole movie. They're cavemen. I've kind of seen this movie. <laughs> I've seen some shit. <laughs> yes. I remember there being a giant yeah. egg, right? A giant egg. I yes. remember that. A I've giant egg, a giant turd. The giant no dinosaur turd. No dialogue at all. I don't remember any dialogue. Oh, I might be wrong. Hot. Maybe there's some. She's pretty hot. Maybe there's some. Is she I like half think, naked I in don't it? think. Uh, probably probably like some loincloth action. Yeah. But yeah, Ringo Starr's Caveman. There's music in there. <clears throat> they play some music. I even vaguely remember the music. Let me look this up. Yeah, Images. Caveman. Images. Ringo Starr. He's just oh, yeah. for Long. He looks like somebody else. Oh, man. He looks like somebody. Who is that? He looks Russian. He looks like the dude that plays the Russian and everything. Yeah, he does. Now, if you're talking about if you're talking about caveman movie, um, it's no when women lost their tails, but Uh, it's a it's a good uh, it's a solid caveman. Are you throwing another title on this? I am. When women lost their tails. When women lost their tails. When women lost their tails is. He's like just making out with all these chicks. You in this movie. uh, That's why Dave wanted it. If you like B movies. When Women Lost Their Tales is the best movie you were... It's the best and worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Wow. I'm looking at the cover as we speak. There's a lot of covers. It's fantastic. (laughs) They ran around with that cover art, man. They did fucking like seven different cover arts. And there's a sequel or a prequel called When Women Had Tales, but I've been unable to find it. I think they stole some characters straight out of NeverEnding Story. Probably. Probably. That is clearly the guy that has the... the, Not the racing snail, the the friend of the the rock He has a flying bat. That guy looks oh, just man. like the dude with the flying bat. Look at him. He looks just like him. They were just on set. They're like, you know what? Just Probably, go over there. Yeah, just it's go fine. Over there. Just run over. Hey, can you run over there and fill the car for us? Right, He's like, yeah. Take your watch off, but it'll yeah. work. Yeah. So I'm hoping someone listening has had the pleasure of watching When Women Lost Their Tales before, mm. and you realize the magic of what that movie is. Um, <clears throat> sounds like porn. It's, it sounds terrible. No, the whole time you were kind of thinking it was going to turn into a porn, and it never does. And that was part of the yeah, like the music, like yeah, like the whole and it, like these sexy ass women and just like what hardly kind of porn any is clip? Brad watching. What? The 70s music. That's like a motorboat that's trying to just troll out of the fucking. I can't do the picking. I'm doing the picking. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The picking. I don't know. Yeah, picking. Yeah, I'm doing the picking. I can't. I don't know. That's all I can do. I'm doing the best I can here. We'll do sure. better tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. So um, they start to blow up. Uh, they release the song Please Please Me. Uh, it becomes mm. their first number one hit. I think it's and Please Please Me. They start to tour, and they just start to fucking blow shit up, right? So um, Boom, Ep- panties dropping. Exactly. Epstein changes their image, cleans them up. Um it uh, makes, top makes of the John UK Lennon sh- wash his hair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put on the suit. Hey, you fucking um, hippie. Top of the UK charts. Uh, and um, he ends up again going and booking. He goes to visit with the Ed Sullivan show and he ends up getting the Beatles booked. And they're like, who the fuck are the Beatles? Yeah, He blew somebody. Yeah. So they uh, come back uh, to the U S and uh, 
when they got there, <coughs> there were already 5,000 screaming fans waiting for them in New York. But then by the time they recorded Ed Sullivan, it was a totally different fucking They compare story. The, that TV event to landing on the moon. They, they said that people were like, where were you when the Beatles played exactly. Ed Sullivan? Like Dan Aykroyd even has a story about it. Like, where Yeah, it's, yeah like, I have yeah. They, the McCartney talks about it, and he says, we came out of nowhere with funny-looking hair, looking like marionettes or something. They do kind of um, look like marionettes. Yeah. And he said it was very influential. It's like, where were you when Kennedy got shot? He said, I get people like Dan Aykroyd saying, oh, man, I remember that Saturday night. We didn't know what just hit us. Just sitting there watching the Ed Sullivan, Ed Sullivan show. Up until then, there Ed were jugglers. They should have Ed Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, up until then, there were jugglers and comedians like Jerry Lewis and then suddenly the Beatles. Yeah, can you imagine every night it's like some fucking weird actor like, look, this cat's going to jump through fucking hoops. Exactly. And like, oh, show us how to make your fucking meatloaf recipe. Yeah, and that, and that changed, that changed yeah. night television yeah. you know what i mean you have david letterman now yeah, you know what sure. i mean jimmy kimmel all these you know, all these guys now they're like that the band is a thing you i know? think part of the phenomenon too is having the, music the groups. not having the ability for instant gratification like remember when you're little and you're like fuck i hope back to the future comes on again like i'm gonna try to dive roll and fucking get a blank vhs tape in, tape in the vcr and record right. that shit because you couldn't watch it whenever you wanted yeah. so like yeah, you yeah. That or, or recording music on on the radio you know you hit the tape yeah, player to record like you, you fucking because the waiting. album wasn't out yet yeah. it's a brand new fucking song yep. you just saw them on the show you want it so or if bad. you're poor and couldn't buy it that was my you know i couldn't yeah. afford fucking couldn't afford records it. yeah and you couldn't have it i had so no many you would fucking, like call the dj yeah and be like hey can you play jam on it revenge yeah. and i got my tape ready all yeah. i gotta do is hit brent pause. was like hey <laughs> hey can you play regulators again <laughs> hey man i'll stand by it <laughs> but um <laughs> i don't know why you didn't just get a tv guide for what uh, so, so you, you didn't have to like ninja on. roll to record. Oh, you have it, but you're on. not remembering that that shit's happening on well, the fucking. I fucking was. It was like a, <laughs> only on the. Yeah, but there was only the movie channel, and that was like yeah. grandma's house, and I wasn't. You know, it's like not oh, grandma's no. we house. Had, we had, had HBO, control. We had that whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't have a VCR until I was in high school. I guess. Mm. Um, I bought a fucking VCR at Rena Center on Layaway. Damn. Working, uh, working fucking with, with, fucking, with Ritzy Burger money. Yeah. Nice. Like, cause I wanted, I bought the family's first mm-hmm. microwave and Damn. VCR cause I wanted, but they were both fucking so expensive, yeah. dude. Yeah. Microwaves are fucking so expensive. They're like 900 bucks or something. Yeah. Microwaves like are expensive. a year to pay each of yeah. those things off individually. But, I remember yeah. we got our first microwave yeah, too. You can get it. it was you fucking wood even. grain. And our VCR yeah. it popped out of the top. Yeah, you man. one of those. It was all yeah. came out, and then we had like a badass like. Farron could uh, have one of those, and we stuffed pizza yeah. in it at a party. We had that Techniques fucking record player dude that had the fucking little metal checker around the fucking mm-hmm. uh, the turntable. Mm-hmm. I remember my parents those had fucking records, yeah. the tinted lid and shit. Yeah, motherfucker was rich. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Right. Like we had rough times. All his shit had wood grain. Yeah. 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 Probably a terracotta mine was, mine was, me for the weird mine was tandy silver oh yeah. how the tables have turned <laughs> i got rca now RCA i mean ramen and and fucking, college, tenured yeah. college professor and fucking <laughs> lineman supervisor over here got no ac so so please please me the album comes out um and like the biggest song on that one was was twist and shout uh, I didn't realize that was them. I, I hear that song. I think Ferris yeah. Bueller on the float. And then I saw Twist them singing that shit. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that was them. Yeah. I, I didn't either. I actually, I, I knew, I knew they sung it. Like it's been a while now. Cause I saw it like somewhere. I was like, Twist and shout Beatles. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I was like, that's not, that doesn't even sound like them. Right. Yeah. Such a, like Lennon. And that's, that's the first album. Like so weird. Yeah. So yeah. Twist and shout and love me do are both on please, please me in 1963. 
Their next album is with the Beatles in 1963. Um, uh, a hard day. The, the love, love me do that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Two completely fucking yeah. different songs. Like <laughs> yeah. this shit's like a head PE album. Yeah. Like head PE. Every song fucking sounds different. Like right. that's fucking crazy. Um, a hard day's night comes. So those two came out in 63, those two albums, their next album, a hard day's night comes out in 64 and that's got Can't Buy Me Love in it, and it gets turned into a comedy film. That's the Money Can't Buy Me Love, huh? Money yep. Can't Buy Me Love. Yep. Yeah, and that's even kind of different. Like yep. All their fucking no, songs is, are just yeah. fucking so... There are a few Beatles songs that I was like, like kind of like Twist and Shout, like you're like, what the fuck? Right. Like, am I being fucked with right now? Is that a cover? <laughs> right. Because that, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, I guess... I guess so, that's part of the different people singing. You right. know what I mean? Like someone on the live said, their twist and shouts a remake is why. Yeah, the oh, original, the original twist and shout it is, a is a different twist and shout. Yeah. But the Beatles twist and shout is the uh, is classic. I mean, yeah, it's a classic, it classic. song. I saw uh, with a little help from my friends, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" Because I thought that was Joe Cocker, but that's fucking that's them first. Joe and, Cocker remade them. Yeah, yeah. Joe right. Cocker. Right. Yeah. And then also, uh, my guitar gently weeps. Like lots of people did that. Like I think like yeah. Steve Vaughn and a bunch yep. of people did that shit. Yeah, that I mean, I, that's I didn't well, know that was the Beatles, <clears throat> and that's why I said that was that was a very popular sample. Right. You yeah, know, that, for sure. That, like the Wu Tang used. So and there's like the famous right. rock and roll induction where fucking everybody on in the world is on stage, and then yeah. Prince comes up for my guitar gently weeps. And yeah, did you read? Did you read the Vice article? Well, that's on, that one where he throws the guitar. I think so. Yeah. And it like disappears. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a vice. Speaking of Wu Tang, the, there's a vice article on the Beatles and the Wu Tang and the similarity of the groups. Oh, wow. That they're very similar as far as, um, how they started. Like, obviously it's four guys, you know what right. I mean? And then, and the Wu Tang's nine guys, but they, they, uh, and then there's also five guys restaurants, which coincidentally came mm. out of that. But the, but they, everything went, like some of them did solo stuff. Some of them went into movie stuff. Right. And right. some of them, uh, uh, you had old dirty bastard died. John Lennon died. Right. Like there's all these, uh, huh. similarities with the Wu Tang and with, I can give you the article. Like it's yeah. just, this, you yeah. put it on the show notes or That's something, but yeah, it's kind of funny though that like, you know, like talking about the Beatles and if you look up Beatles and hip hop, like it is, it's crazy. Like it, it, it goes into a whole yeah, nother, sure. a whole nother thing. You know, like we talked about, you know, this, the Beatles can be multi episode. It, it's like, oh, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? It, it, it's, it's one of those topics that right. you just, you, you're never going to get everything in no, no. Uh, because there's so much you could literally do uh, the Beatles influence on X type right, of music. Right an episode right. or you could it. just do an, an episode on one album yeah or you know and the impact yeah. it had or whatever but so um so yeah they do two albums in 63 two albums in 64 uh hard days night and beatles for sale they do two albums in 1965 i mean this is fucking unheard of dude <laughs> yeah. each of these albums is a fucking top full seller album. yeah full album number one hit they're doing two per year they do beatles for sale in 64 they do help in 65 and to me it's like that album is the turn yeah. to me. That's where I well, start the thing, to like the Beatles. That's where Yesterday yeah. comes in. And it's like, oh. Is that, that Hey, hey Jude be, on that album? Um, I'm not sure. Um, but the, yes, the difference between Yesterday and Twist and Shout, yeah. that's like a decade of development you know and like those two songs yesterday and it was only two years yesterday reminds me of the um boys to men it's so hard to say goodbye to yeah, yesterday yeah like those two like if you listen to them you're like wait oh wait a minute i wonder if that's a that's you know what i mean like it, it's a riff thing yeah. from that 
Uh, there's so much, so much that they've done. Um, but I was going to say, like, if you listen to those, those songs, like, if you think about it, you're like, well, you know, they were so popular. People were just fanatic over it. So anything they put out was going to be good. Right. Right. Like anything they put out was going to be good, but that's not necessarily true. If you go back and listen to it, you're like, oh no, that's actually a good song. Right. Because like the yellow submarine shit fell on its face. You know what I mean? Like that shit was, there was a lot of garbage music Mm -hmm. and, and all of their stuff that was actually really good music um, was at the top of the charts was at the, you know what right. I mean? Was, was there and rightfully so it, sure. it was, it was actually good music. Yeah. It wasn't just because the, everybody loved them. You no, know, it, was it wasn't it was just really fucking It was good actually music. good music. Yeah. yeah. So the, again, so that same year they released the album rubber soul. That's probably the biggest song on that is nowhere man, which again, couldn't know. be more yeah. different than their earlier yeah. stuff. Um, but then by 1966, 1966 is probably when they hit their peak. Yeah. It's a good a, year with cars too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good year. Um, there, this is where they're starting to get the thousand yard stare. They've been oh, touring really? nonstop <laughs> yeah. since like fucking 1958. I wonder if drugs had anything to do with it. I saw a thing. Like, it was like. I think they, this is when the drugs start, I to, saw, start to play No, apart. they did 37 shows in 27 days. Oh, I my like, God. I was like, what the fuck? Are they having breakfast the shows? Like, how do they do that? Like, well, yeah, you can do two, two shows. shows yeah, you do one. Yeah. yeah. Finish uh, at 8 o'clock. Show starts at 8. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oof. Um, Man. That'd be rough. The, at yeah. one point, some people got pissed at him because John Lennon in 66 said, we're more popular than Jesus now. Um, yeah. And they decided right. they decided they're done touring. They're like, we can't keep this up. We're fucking dying yeah. here. Well, they could have spread out a little bit. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay, you know, take some days off, yeah. you know. Um, like, you know, a couple shows a week, maybe. This is when uh, they started to hang out, and I don't have his name in the notes. I, I meant to look into him more and put him in the show more. Uh, that fucking the yogi, the yogi that yeah. they started to hang oh, out with. Oh, Sh- Shankara. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was another thing that the Vice article mentioned that you know uh, Wu Tang had taken the the Shaolin culture, the Chinese culture, mm-hmm. and the Beatles took, the took Indian, an Indian culture yeah. and kind of had uh, mm-hmm. actually their name. Let me see, I got the name in here. Uh, his name is Ravi uh, Shankar. No, that's a different guy. You sure? He's a music. Ravi Shankar was a musical guy who influenced. Oh, him. under the yeah, yeah. He still but he was in. It. He was like the. Well, said embrace the, the sitar. Oh, okay. So that wasn't that guy then. He okay. he was like the guy. He was like the sitar player master. That's the, I don't know how the fuck you say that. Maharishi Manish Yogi. Good job, mm. bro. Thank you. So Maharishni. yeah, Ravi Shankar. Ravi okay. Shankar was a uh, because they all they all have the sitar coming into their. Well, yeah, because it says Eastern in here song. it says they embrace the Indian uh, spiritual spirituality and culture heavily under the tutelage of Ravi Shankar. Right, but he was a musician. Maybe, yeah, maybe they maybe they mixed it up too. And then he, I think through him they got into that yogi, you know, and they're all doing well, something slightly before that and Bob Dylan introduced them to weed. Like okay. that's that's where they fucking start. They smoked weed first and then it just fucking went from there. Okay. And someone held out. I can't remember who it was. It's a gateway like, drug. Maybe it was McCartney. Someone was holding out and they didn't smoke weed right away and then they, then everyone was on board. They're they all just smoking weed. boxed him, yeah. Um so yeah, Revolver comes out in 1966, and this is the one that they say is the most influential and important record in all of rock and roll. This is the one that bro- that I was talking about earlier that broke the distinction between high art and low art. This was the the game changer in all yeah. of popular culture. That's, that's huge. Um, it's got Eleanor Rigby, the the tax man, the original Yellow Submarine song. Um, 
the song tomorrow never knows, which it kept talking about and saying was like purely psychedelic. And it said that it had like a huge impact on the music industry. And I didn't really know the song and I listened to it and I was like, God damn, like that is some psychedelic fucking nothing has ever been done. Like I think it was this album actually that I saw like one of the recording engineers was telling a story on one of the documentaries I watched that he came into the studio and they had the tape fucking run off the reel and it was around glass like mason jars making it that were weighted down so that they yeah. could run it all the way around these mason jars through these loops like they were pulling fucking beastie boy shit yeah. yeah and then they had like number two yeah. pencils and they were using the number two pencils to like pull and manipulate he's like there's no way they could ever do it again they yeah. could never repeat this shit but yeah. we got we got it on track and that's what happened that's how huh. you got that sound it was mason jars <clears throat> with the crazy. tape from the reel to reel running through that fucking analog fucking pulley system of jars yeah, the and manipulating you know. it with a pencil to right. make that noise but right. you know and I, and I i think i mentioned it before the, the one of my favorite uh rap artists like he, he when he was on drugs he made some fucking the, the music he made was just yeah, you, fucking yeah. great cage kennels and it's different it's not like anything else and you know it's underground style music mm-hmm. east coast you know like it's not not everybody's cup of tea sure uh but uh the he got off drugs he stopped doing heroin and shit and his music just it just is terrible Not, i just yeah, don't it like just it. he's done soul. some creative stuff like yeah. there's some okay stuff but it's like like on the old albums where he was fucking just ate up you know right. and he's just fucking his mind was just insane yeah you know every song was like wow like this is a gym right yeah, here you know yeah. And and then and then you know fast forward where he's clean. I mean, he probably had to. He's probably gonna kill himself. Oh or something, yeah, you know? for sure. And for it, sure. and it's just not. not he's not making music the right. same. Like it's just it's completely different. So 1967, they do Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Clubs Band, um, which again everybody loves, raves about the graphic design of the album, the crazy ass clothes they show up in, and those epaulets and the old military style. I like watched, velvet jackets and shit. I watched a like, whole documentary about Paul McCartney's supposed death and like the crazy things that people pull out of that album cover of like a left-handed guitar is down there and he's like he's in the middle and they're all standing looking at him and this fucking it says Paul in the fucking flowers and that's a grave down there at the bottom like there's just I was like that's a reach yeah there's so much shit know. well they went know. through a ton and for about 20 minutes I was convinced I was like it is they put that backwards <laughs> it is and oh then they they do the rebuttal and then you're like oh yeah. Well, oh, no. well, how did I fall for that? Right. Like right. that's so, such a reach. That's yeah. such a guess. Is that's it such a coincidence. Worth a show? Um, maybe. Because I'll be honest. Because like, why did well, they have, why did they have the lookalike contest to try to find a Paul McCartney double? And damn, that dude kind of looked like Paul McCartney. And the other thing, too, I don't like, know anything about there's it. A, there's a. Uh, some people think it's, that he's an alien. You know what I mean? Like it goes that far. Yeah, it goes that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, they think that they think he was replaced by an alien. It's just allegedly that he died, and basically what happened was MI6 contacted the Beatles and said, "Look, you like, can't go you, down. It's such a." important part of morale it's the government that, saving like, chevy there will be mass suicide right. like <laughs> there will be mass suicide if this shit happens if the beatles break up and paul is actually <clears throat> decapitated or whatever if this goes public like you have to replace him so they like went kind of like allegedly they went quiet for a little while had a lookalike contest for some weird fucking reason why wouldn't you have a beatles lookalike contest we right a yeah. paul mccartney we need a, lookalike yeah. contest we need, got yeah. this fucking guy named shriver shiller shimmer yeah, maria shriver I, yeah, yeah maria, shriver. maria shriver there i go again yeah Skeletor. Um, but anyways, supposedly the guy had plastic surgery. They taught him how to play bass. He was like the wrong. Well, he was like, like right handed, left handed. There's a bunch of weird shit. There's a thing, though. If if MI6 is really involved. Right. 
Any fucking thing's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Because that's yeah. something... They that gave we, him a shot and made him a great guitarist. We didn't really talk about, but the role that the Beatles played in, like... Society. Geopolitical, yeah, yeah social, economical. <clears throat> yeah. Like, there's so many things that it caused that at the yeah. perfect timing that was needed, like, you know, for a youth. Yeah. That, like, uh, the, the way that the society worked in the uk at the time it was like you dressed like your dad you learned what your dad did and you went to work where your fucking dad worked but something started to happen where it shifted where children were becoming more independent and having their own careers and they had their own money to spend and so they were like well i'm buying fucking records and i'm not gonna be what you are i don't want to do what you do i want to fucking be a rock star and they had this thing where they could live you know vicariously through the beatles and maybe they could do something different it was like a, a a paradigm shift in fucking society um, because of their ability to be more independent. And then that came at the right time. So the morale that it, the way it affected the UK was huge. And like, it really would happen. Like if the Beatles had died, people would fucking, they would North Korea and like fucking be on their knees crying. Right. For the Beatles for which, sure. which buddy Holly, who was an influence on the Beatles, yes. obviously, um, I mean, he was an influence on all types of music. Also, he fucking died. Right. Nobody killed themselves, I don't right. think. You know, like so that that that's crazy to think that your band, you know what I mean? Your your group holding is holding a fucking together. society yeah. is yeah. holding society together. Yeah. Like that's that's insane. That that's crazy to but think again, about. But again, that's why you have a thousand yard stare. You know, yeah, the weight like on your the, shoulders. Yeah, exactly, dude. And yeah. you know that Paul McCartney really died. Exactly. And fu- yeah, like that's crazy. I mean, a, and then who's to say he didn't? I mean, you could say all, all day long that no, that didn't really happen. That didn't really happen. What if it did? Like, well, I there's mean, a what bunch if, of shit you know? like in other videos and other album covers. It's like everybody has a red rose on or whatever, a red flower, and he has a black flower, and everyone has shoes, and he's barefoot. And it's like, but so I don't know. Maybe he's fucking got weird. Sweaty, he's got yeah. sweaty feet. Yeah, you know maybe I mean? he but, likes black flowers. But they said like in interviews, like, well, that's because we ran out of red flowers. He's holding a bouquet of red flowers, and you're like, well, no, that's not the reason, right? You know, there's a bunch of weird shit where, like, but they they've like deduced phone numbers and dates with mirror images. I mean, it's a fucking Nicolas Cage, okay. fucking crazy ass stretch. So, so I mean, we'll, Paul McCartney we'll maybe, looks like we'll Paul McCartney looks like an old lady that. now. He does. Yeah, we'll potentially look at that as a as its own topic. Um, so yeah, Sergeant Pepper's comes out 27 weeks at number one. Uh, with a little help for my friends, Luce, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, When I'm 64, and You realize Lucy life. in the uh, Sky with Diamonds is LSD? Like, yeah. that's what that's about? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize, yeah. Yeah, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, yeah. Um, and again, this one similarly, like the Oxford uh, Encyclopedia of British Literature includes Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and talks about its impact as a literary tool and all this stuff so they're like again this is 66 67 is when they hit their fucking stride 67 they released the magical mystery tour which is a strange movie that apparently mccartney wanted it to like be what like watching the movie should be like what it's like to have a psychedelic experience on lsd or something i know Um, i I have i have a friend that has done so much psychedelics that it's completely changed them for sure and not, not in a bad way but like that shit will change you. Like some yeah. people come well, back from bums. one crazy trip look at the and sell all your shit and want to move to the jungle. You're like, I'm right. selling my house and my car and I'm fucking just going to take care of fucking right. animals. Well, you know? I seen a guy walking down the street and I'm like, is that a bum? No, nah, it's like a normal dude. And then he, then he, there he was yelling at the ground. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like fucking like right. something. Yeah. Fuck that dude up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like me a week. I'm on the edge already, bro. Yeah. 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 I think we can make you, I think we can make you crazy. I think so. We definitely It wouldn't take much. 
No. Yeah. So they Start moving out, shit around in your house and fucking yeah, 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 I mean, just things. weird shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really fuck with your memory. So they turn out yeah. albums. They do uh, the White Album in 1968, um, and it's the first Shit's time racist. that they only released one album in yeah. a year. And 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 on the flip <clears throat> side of that, Metallica with the Black Album, like it's like that is their. Right. You know what I mean? Jay Z did a Black Album, yep. like the that is like almost like an homage to the oh, Beatles sure. White Album, for you sure. know. Um, and it was called the Beatles was yeah. the name of the album, but the cover was just a white cover, yeah. and everyone just started yeah. calling Racist. it the White Album. That's because white, white Space The show would get canceled. That's a graphic design yeah. rule. And I had Obla D, Obla Da, when my guitar, uh, While My Guitar Slowly Weeps, and Happiness is a Warm Gun, Blackbird, Gently weeps. Helter Skelter, and Hey Jude. Hey Jude was a B-side mm-hmm. for a song yeah. from that album, which really tells you how yeah. good they are. Even like their one shit of the, is the shit. Like, like even yeah. your B-side is one of the best songs of the yeah. 1960s, you know? Um, Nobody has a chance. No. They have, they, yeah. There was a point where they had 14 um, songs in the top 100 chart. Yeah. All at the same time. Right. 14 of the top 100 was their <laughs> Other bands are just like, come Fuck on, can we off. fucking get on yeah, here? Come on. Like yeah. fucking Beatles, you piece of shits. I can't remember... I can't remember. I mean, it's not the Beatles. I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was uh, Paul Simon or something. Someone in the 60s won a Grammy for best record, and he got on stage and he joked and said, I'm so glad Stevie Wonder didn't make an album this year because like the previous four years, Stevie Wonder yeah. won everything. And even the guy who won was like, I'm only getting this because Stevie Wonder didn't, didn't make release an anything this year. That's funny. So it probably had to be the same what thing with that? the Beatles. My dog shit straight up like that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> what is happening? That looks like a man laying down with a giant dick. It does indeed. <laughs> My dog just shit like that. And Your turn, dog just shit a dick. Straight up. Dude. His shit dick. <laughs> shit dick. Your dog just shit a dick. Yeah. Um, so, so Yellow Submarine came out in 1969, animated movie. I used to love it when I was a fucking kid. The album is technically the soundtrack to the movie. They did Abbey Road in 1969. Oh, you like Yellow Submarine? When I was a kid, I oh, loved fuck it. Fuck that shit's fucking. They were on drugs. I mean, I haven't seen they it went, in a million. They went years. off. Oh, yeah, the they fucking were. deep in fucking dude. blue meanies, all that weird yeah. fucking shit. Fuck yeah. man, that shit's yeah. terrible. Um, Abbey Road in 1969. It's because when you're on drugs, shit makes sense. No, yeah, no, yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I understand. I'm just saying, like they just went off the edge. Like they they you connect things that aren't connected, many. and it's like, yeah. man, this means so much. So look, this represents, I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah. people so, get it. By this point, everything is strained, and I couldn't really find an article that got into any specifics uh, the that definitively told me this is why they fell apart. So one, it's probably a million, uh, it's reasons. a million reasons, yeah. a couple of, I mean, a, you've done two albums a year for the past. How many years you fucking did 37 shows in 26 days. Like well, we're just fucking tired. I of mean, being at, around at some other. point drugs, you that know, drugs I mean? like, kick in fucking drugs, but like fucking Ringo's late to every fucking practice. It's going to piss everybody. You know off. what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, but you also have like four creative superstars where it's not like someone like told you, like you're just playing the baseline. It's like everyone was integral. No, I, so everyone again, has this importance and self-worth. And again, like, I, I think that's what, that's why I think yeah. I'll they play fell all apart because Epstein died died because yeah. I think he yeah. was balancing he was doing the balancing act that the band themselves couldn't do and the other thing is he was their financial he was probably advisor. and he was probably counseling them yep. you know I mean? he's probably talking to them one on one they're For saying sure. fucking John Lennon this right. piece of shit he's fucking right. he's like hey 
He's like, fucking calm down. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, I'll talk to him. So they started, you know what I mean? Like, you know. They started to look for a new money manager, but then they were all like, these two wanted to go with this guy. These guys wanted to yeah. go with this guy. So that started to cause a rift. There was the whole rift with Yoko Ono and John Lennon starts to pull she back. Ugly he says that he wants all to quit women. the band. Early she was pretty. No. Uh, not no. really. Went very early. No, she had a large head. head. If you look at her with her body, she looked like a... I've just never thought... No. no. Once Lennon cut his hair pretty. and then she cut her mm. hair, things got weird. Nah, even weird. with her long hair, like I look pictures i'm like she's she's not pretty she's pretty when she's young no so at at one point he said that he was going to quit the band uh john lennon did and they basically said dude you can't quit the band until the the next album goes comes out because no one's going to buy the album just wait for the album to come out and then you can quit the band um and they ended up doing their last ever live show and again, it led to a fight because they were like, where are we going to do our, where are we going to do our last show? They were like, one of them wanted to do it in a, uh, these are the ideas that were rejected. They wanted to film the concert live. One person wanted to do it in a boat at sea. One person wanted to do it in a lunatic assi- asylum. Someone wanted to do it in the Tunisian desert and someone wanted to do it in the Roman Colosseum. And they could come to no balance. So they did it on the roof. So they were like, why don't we just fucking go upstairs and do it on the roof? Sounds good. <laughs> like, sounds good. All the good ideas. I don't, yeah. just fucking I don't have to fucking go anywhere. Uh, yeah. That's so they lazy. went up there at the top of the Apple Corps building and uh, recorded on January 30th, 1969. That was their final live performance as a band. Um, it's all caught on film. Um, then, uh, so yeah, some people say that John's obsession with Yoko Ono and Paul's obsession with linda eastman are the reason that they broke up um they're probably just tired just, man. they're just tired like, of each other they're fucking changing think about 10 years of just on the road and recording and right. fucking just like you know you're and, on and now and you're a superstar you're exactly. fucking rich beyond I'm rich, rich. As fuck i'm a superstar everybody's starting to write I'm, their own i'm music. not caring as much anymore i'm not hungry yeah like, lost it yeah, yeah. no um and at this point any, any little scuffle turns into a big deal because you want to quit right so you have to realize when ninety percent of the population of women look like with no makeup, though that woman is hippie as fuck. She ain't wearing shit. Like yeah, she could just, be. I don't care. She could be pretty. No, like uh, she has a I admit, funny head. I had, her to, teeth di- are I had to dig kind of hard to find this picture. Now, be, I, I, I saw some normal pictures. I'm just yeah. saying, like uh, she's just uh-huh. not all. I think early, like, early she was pretty. She nah, could. She could have been pretty. You're wrong. Um. <laughs> so uh, they ended up saying, "Don't quit till we drop the next album." Um. Then uh, McCartney files for a dissolution of the contractual partnership on January 31st, 1970. Um, And even that took three years of lawsuits and legal wrangling to to settle everything out. Um, But then it was formalized in December of 1974 um, when Lennon was the last person to sign the paperwork uh, while he was in... uh, Walt Disney World in Florida, which is an odd detail to throw in there. Um, but then Let It Be came out <clears throat> in 1970. And um, Let It Be, we talked about on the Phil Spector episode. It was the one that everybody recorded. They yeah. all fucking couldn't stand each other already. <clears throat> no one could make sense of what to do with the album. They flew Phil Spector in. He put the album together. Everyone loved it but Paul. 
Yeah. If I remember I think so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, wow. And then even, you know, Paul was like, I don't like, he just fucking took liberties yeah. with it and did things that we wouldn't have done. And the other three were like, he made a cohesive album out of a bunch of shit that we couldn't make a cohesive album out of, yeah. you know, so fucking just, you know, which let, is the genius, the like, genius yeah. of, of Phil Spector. Yeah. So, and again, that's got across the universe, which is one of my favorite Beatles songs. Let it be the long and winding road. Get back. It's not like these are slacker songs. Yeah. It's fucking masterpieces. Yeah. You know, they were, and they, 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 the Beatles just couldn't make sense of them. Right. You they know, like that was there. And again, that was, that know. was weird to me, but then the beastie boys would say the same thing in their interviews. They were like, we had all these songs sitting around and we just couldn't make the album. Yeah. And then it just took one person or one influence or one thing to snap it together. And they were like, that's what the album is missing. And then the whole album would just get shit out in a week, you know, because they had so much stuff recorded, but it was missing. And I'm not a musician, so I don't get what was missing, Yeah, but it was missing here. And Phil Spector brought in his version of it. It's an, it's an, it's a, if you look at it, like when you're painting minis, Dave, and you, you get one done and you're like, fuck that. There's something fucking missing. Yeah. Like it true. looks good. Like right. it looks good. Right. Like th- I'm, it's okay. Yeah. But it's missing something. Right. Like that's all it is. Right. And, and, and sometimes you find it and sometimes you don't. No, that's you know true. What I, mean? I guess, I guess I have to look at it as a writer too. Yeah. Cause there'll okay, be there points go, where yeah. I'm writing and I'm just like, I'm almost like I wrote this chapter and it's just, it's just it's not, not there. It. It's, it's not, not there. Right. It's like 90%. It's not right. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I scrap the whole fucking yeah, yeah. chapter and start yeah. over. And sometimes it's and just I'm, like, oh, no, I need to add this. Yeah. And as soon as I figure out that one thing. And it could just be one line. It could be one thing. Be. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've I've wrote like a verse to a to a song and, and just whatever, just messing around. I'm like, I write this verse and it's like and I'm like, ah, nah, nah, nah. And then I could come back to it like a month later or something. And I and my brain just says it's this thing. And I put right. it in there and you're like. That's fucking it. That's what it, it just was. made everything. Yeah. Yep. It made it made the pancake breakfast fucking, you know, the pancake breakfast. Yeah. You know, like it was missing yeah. syrup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, had butter. You know, the pancakes are there. They're nice and fluffy, but it didn't have syrup, you know. Yeah. Or peanut butter for Brent, whatever. That's right. You put so peanut butter on your pancakes? I just put butter on pancakes. I usually don't really? put pancakes. I would just well, have an omelet or a breakfast wow. burrito or something. Yeah, I'm going to say, if you have pancakes, you don't put peanut butter on them? My wife puts peanut I butter don't. on them. I don't. That's a lot. It's okay. I'm that's, not crazy about it. That's like so much. desserty. I can like, eat them, I, but I yeah, it's that's very a lot. sweet. That's yeah. rich. Yeah. That's, yeah. That'd be a lot. I even like just light syrup. I don't At least not while I'm awake. Yeah. And I'm a sweets guy. You know what I mean? Right. He's weeds. I'm sweets. Yes. So they go their separate ways. They're all, you know, still writing music. They're all still doing their own thing. Uh, John Lennon gets shot from a deranged fan in December of 1980. Was it or was it MI6? Uh, George Harrison died uh, from throat cancer in 2001. Mm. Um, the other story that I saw on there that I was kind of curious about was the fact that at one point Michael Jackson owned the rights to the entire Beatles mm-hmm. catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was... I think we talked the, about that at some point. Yeah, but I guess... so they had like Paul McCartney was starting, like he had just bought the rights to the buddy Holly catalog, mm-hmm. but he didn't own none of them owned the rights because of some bad deals they did early on. They didn't own the rights to the Beatles songs that they wrote. And he, he got to be good friends with Michael Jackson. They did two songs together, one on a, on a Jackson album and one on a McCartney album. And he said, if you're looking for investments, the best thing to do is buy a catalog of a popular artist who doesn't own their own songs. Once you buy those, you're just going to make all the royalties, you know, from those songs. Every mm-hmm. time it plays in the radio, every time the record sells, hint, whatever. Hint the Beatles. And, um, 
he was like, well, shit. And a group by this point, some secondary group owned the, like just a company or no, some guy owned the Beatles catalog. And he finally announced that he was going to put them up on auction. And the starting bid was like $25 million or something. And so Michael Jackson said, I'm going to bid on this. or something. Yeah. Um, Cause I think the first bid that he made was 30 that Michael Jackson made and it ended up being fucking 47. 40. He sells it for a fucking time. Yeah, but he, so here's the thing though. So the articles that I read said that McCartney was all pissed off and it was the end of their friendship. Once Michael Jackson bought the royalties to the Beatles songs, He's like you told me to do but this. a, yeah. he told him to do it. B when he, when Jackson told his money guy, I want to buy the, this, the Beatles catalog from they, this guy they called everyone. He said, call every surviving Beatle and Yoko McCartney. Ono, let them know and see if they want to bid. Cause if they want to bid on the catalog, I'm not going to bid. Yeah. So they call like Jackson's people called Paul McCartney yeah. and we're like, Hey, are you bidding on your, on your songs? And he was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, well then Michael Jackson's going to do it. Why wouldn't you? What? I have no idea. But then so he bid on those? it. He got it for 47 million. Everybody was all, they were all fucking pissed off at him. Um, but why? yeah, then he sold 50% of them. He called them and asked them, why yeah. are you mad? Why are yeah. you fucking mad, bro? Did he call McCartney though? The they like called everybody. No, it said, it said that they called every surviving Beatle and Yoko, Yoko ono, ono to see if they were going to bid on the rights. I mean, he got the call. Maybe, maybe they didn't, didn't have the money. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he just I mean, didn't, maybe have didn't have the, the money. 30 but why are you mad at him? Why are you though? mad at him? You told somebody him to else is going to buy it. It's better. Michael and I'd Jackson rather have my fucking friend own it. Yeah. Michael Jackson who appreciates the music than some fucking guy like our business. So uh, Jackson, once now his, I don't like the Beatles. No once more. his money trouble started happening, he sold fifty percent of the royalties to the Beatles to a company for ninety million dollars. Oh. Um, and then after he died, the Michael Jackson estate sold the other fifty percent for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, wow, <laughs> that was quite the investment. And now they think that the full catalog is worth a, the the rights that billion Jackson dollars. owned is worth a billion dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, yeah, that's believable for sure. And one of the one of the reasons that they say that that's McCartney it. was pissed off is because I think he was the like I I think it was the same reason he was pissed off at Phil Spector. He's like, this was my vision for the album. We couldn't pull it together. That's not what it sounds like. I'm not happy with the album. And I think he also said that he didn't like the fact that once Jackson owned the royalties, you started to hear songs in car commercials. And he thinks that what they mm. did once they owned the licensing cheapened the Beatles uh, songs. I don't think so. By it, showing it, it up more everywhere. out there. It, right. It's a cornerstone of culture. Yeah. Like, you, but you, I, I get it. I mean, there. but it's like, you know, you don't hear fucking prince or bruce springsteen well like maybe they're not on maybe, commercials because yeah, they're very controlling yeah, about yeah but, the music, but still but. though it wouldn't hurt bruce springsteen or you know what i mean right. it's not gonna hurt him yeah. like you if anything it's like oh it's gonna make there's a there's money. an entire culture yeah. of kids who have never fucking heard bruce springsteen right right ever yeah i can see where it'd be it, weird if i wrote a shit ton of music but something happened where i couldn't buy my music back and then Brad bought all my music. Was like, "Yo, I got your music. I'll take care of it." But I got your music. That there's some weirdness there. No, you didn't buy it. Fuck off. I feel no. I, but I'm saying I know. I wish I could buy it. I would yeah. buy it. I don't I'll have the money to, to buy you. it. See, exactly. one billion see what's already. Look, see what he did there. You don't think Paul McCartney had forty million dollars? Maybe not. You uh, think so? Who knows? He the, fucking did. Dude, dude. Behind the music, those motherfuckers are always broke. The record maybe, company fucked them. Everything maybe fucked them. though. They snorted it all. Maybe behind the scenes, like we don't know what really happened. He could have called up Mike and you know was like, hey, you right. know, can I buy those? You know, and Mike saying no. 
Right. You told me to invest in yeah, an artist who yeah. didn't own their music, and I just happened to get one of the greatest artists, you know, bands in yeah. the world. Dude, that you cricket know. is screaming. You hear yeah, fucking so loud right yeah. now. Yeah. It's like a COVID headache. I'm going to get him. Right. Doesn't go away. So that's all I got on the Beatles. That's it. That, all right. So all right. Social media winner. Episode five ninety eight, the Trump family. It ended fast, just yeah. like their, just like their group. Yes, yeah. <laughs> strangest road trip. Uh, Rory England is going to get a T shirt uh, for sharing a clip on Facebook. That motherfucker is boy or girl international for sure. Rory, that's a guy. I don't know England. Yeah, Rory. He's from guy. Kansas. You sure? Because sure. Gilmore Girls, Rory's a girl. Oh really? Yes. Oh, I don't know then. I don't know my. Yeah, that motherfucker lives in the UK. Yeah, that's UK yeah. for it's, sure. If it's UK, it's a girl for sure. That's a, 30, I get that's Ro- a thirty-seven dollars like Harry Potter name. We always complain about it. We always just do it. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it, you son of a bitch. Frankie Pigeon's gonna reach out to you. Thanks for sharing. Not gonna on fix your teeth, Rory. Yeah, hold the shirt over your mouth <laughs> and you smile for getting one on us. Stamps.com loves you. All right, thank you for sharing on social media. Frankie Pigeon's gonna reach out to you, give your shirt size out, and I will get that shipped out to you. And, He's uh, gonna mess up your shirt. We complain, but we appreciate small. it. It's we the cost of advertising. You just live far away. It's not your fault. You live over there. Right. With all the incest and teeth. Right now, <laughs> this episode, one hour, forty three minutes and thirty four seconds. <laughs> um, we are so We are our show, Part of the Parberry Network. Um, we are uh, part Pod-Berry. of the, the Podbelly Network. Um, you go to Podbelly dot com to check out other cool podcasts like Hillbilly Horror Stories and the Art and Jacob Podcast. Um, go over there and check that out. Also, check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. You guys are hey, they just awesome. To I just want to tell you, they just fired an announcer for making fun of Asians. Did they? Yeah, except he wasn't. Well, someone call my boss. He, he was doing someone the, call HR. I guess they had a Japanese pitcher or something, right. and he said, uh, they said, what do you do about this pitcher? And he's like, be very, very careful. Like That's Elmer, Elmer Fudd. Fudd. <laughs> yeah, but oh, they, fi- they, they straight fired him. Asian yeah. Elmer Fudd. Oh, they straight wow. fired him. Yeah. Well, uh, for the record, I fucked up. And oh, he did Asian for sure. Straight, so I rolled with it. it no, he did Asian it wasn't for anything. sure. That's just what I Asians. sounded like when my, my yeah. speech happened. He goes in to get a massage at the alien, alien massage parlors yeah. and makes fun of aliens. Yeah. I like nice. your parlors and your noodles. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone. So um, also, Dave's looking real uncomfortable. And stroking the noodles. Yeah. They um, stroke the noodles. I was about to compliment everyone for posting Are so you? much techo stuff. Yeah. Like we were talking about before the show. Yeah. Just like, holy shit. Like discord reddit facebook instagram twitter the group like our facebook page like everywhere like it's it's like it's more hot sauce than it is podcast and that's a great fucking kind of because that's what we need like we do need that like we need teco to know that that you guys love them and that we're the reason um so continue to do that um we're talking about doing something special we're going to make some exclusive stickers that you can only get from el yucateco so we're going to come up with a sticker design and we are going to hand them over and i don't have access to them we're going to give them to el yucateco um so use code sofa king when you're checking out over there and uh, not yet it hasn't started yet go buy some shit use code sofa king save some money um also i it's been brought to my attention that they enjoy when you leave them notes just saying like hey sofa king introduced me you guys are the king of flavor. Say something nice, obviously. Don't yeah. be fucking assholes. Um, but when you mention us, um, that's awesome because yeah. it, it helps yeah, they, us. Yeah, they are a comp- like a real company. Yeah. 
they you enjoy know, seeing you can the, send us you know mean, mean notes but yeah don't don't send them mean stuff but yeah if you if you buy something make sure that you either use the code sofa king or mention us um in the little comments do both you, save money yeah. save money and say you know hey you know because of the podcast you know blah blah blah, blah whatever yeah. and they they like that so very soon um there's going to be an exclusive sticker over there that when you do that that's the only way you can get that sticker we don't sell it we, we don't give ears. it away the only way you get that sticker is from purchasing something from elegateco.com they're going to pack it up and send yep. it to you and they'll put yep. it in the box over there so um that's coming soon we'll announce it when that's available and in their hands um thank you for seeing it in the wild and posting it thank you for cooking with it uh, and they appreciate it and we appreciate it so thank you very much um also thank you to print dirt cheap i'm um, going to printdirtcheap.com and save some money by using code sofa king um, also check out two day banners um, that is the number two and then spelled out daybanners.com. Um, go over there. Clarified your, yeah, I, I had to look it up. I figured yeah. it out. Got to the bottom of that shit. So go print out a giant cock banner. They do other banners too, but I mean, basically that's why you're going there. Go get the cock banner. Um, we yeah. don't have a discount code for that yet, uh, but we will soon. So go check them out if you need a banner for any reason. Uh, if you just want to make a big ass Sofa King thing. They have a Bruce banner. Oh, you get a Bruce mm. banner. It just says Bruce. Yeah. Or a David banner. Or a David banner. I like that. Um, also check out Jimmy D's tees, go to Jimmy D's uh, He makes a lot of the shirts that we sell. He's made koozies for us in the past. He makes all kinds of cool shit and he makes stuff that he sells. You can go to Jimmy D's tees.com and, uh, get some cool shit from him. If you need something made, he can probably do that too. Mm-hmm. hit him up, uh, on social media. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much across all platforms. Um, and he's also starting a cooking show. Oh, that's the secret. Mm. Yeah. Jimmy delicious. Um, so Jimmy delicious is coming out soon. Is I don't it, know. Is exactly. that what it's called? Yeah. I know the guy that thought of the name. Yeah. That's what the D stands for. That's yeah. what the D stands for over there. Um, so go check that out. Uh, did you come up with a name? No, I mean, it's genius. I mean, if, it, if I did, I'm going to tell you. Possibly. It's possible. Yeah, that's I what did. we do. I know. Yeah. We're good. We're good um, so go check that out. Also check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com and go over there and support Nicole. <laughs> um, use code SOFAKING to save 10% when you're over there. Also check out RetroVague.com if you're into 80s stuff. Lots of cool stuff over there. Use code 80skid to save some money. And is that all I got on mm-hmm. my page? That's all I got on my page. It's, it's it. everything. And then some final uh, episode 600 shout outs for some patrons. Uh, we just, again, just real quick, we want to thank uh, just our, our top patrons, Steve Jones, um, Robin Ferguson, uh, Julie Bamer, uh, Tyler Wouters, and then in, how dare you, Tyler Wouters? In parentheses, it says Waters. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. No. He wants us to say his name no, right. No, yeah. no, no. That's not happening. So Tyler, no. Tyler Wouters. Yeah. Um, Lauren Robinson. Uh, he says Steve Jones was at the top. Steve Jones. Steve uh, Jones. Yeah. Not, like that name doesn't like, uh, yeah, just some like uh, Bamer and, you know, Wouters. Wouters we met, you know. Because um, some of these people are yeah. low key. They're not on yeah, social media. Yeah. You know yeah. so, but I mean, yeah. Lauren, you know what? The other thing is, though, if, if you're listening to this and we mentioned your name and you're not on social media, Send us a note, like send yeah. us a message. Give us a like, shout out. Yeah, yeah, give us, yeah, like, yeah. like say, hey, you know, like I'm still around, you know, uh, you know, I've been listening since, you know, everyone that Dave listened was, so far, you should have a 200 club glass and you should have a $500 decanter yeah. for the yeah, record. Yeah, if, you don't, sure. if you don't, hit me up on DM and, uh, yeah, yeah. and make sure you yeah, have make that. Sure, yeah. Like and all those people should have everything to yeah. be honest. So. Lauren Robinson is also in the 69 club. Um, yeah, she is. Steve mm. Baker, uh, Josh Burton, 69 club. Uh, Techomania, uh, Dante motherfucking Bridges, and uh, Joel Rankin. So thank nice. all of you. 
um, you're you're the 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 cream of the crop. We just wanted yeah. to make sure we thanked you on episode. That's the current 600. tip of the top. It's yeah. a race. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that is the very tip of the iceberg. Yes, like the is. very very tip of the iceberg. Like if you knew how crazy, you'd be like, holy shit, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, but we super super appreciate it. Yeah. And Thank and there's a ton right, right there on the cusp. Uh, you know what I mean? Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We appreciate everyone because there's a ton right there next to that too. But yeah. it would be a long show if we yeah. listed 608 patrons. So right. we do them in little chunks. Yep. Eight today. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scope member of the month uh, we mentioned already is Matthew D. Adams. That's what the D stands that's for. That's what the D stands for. And uh, that sticker's coming. We're, we're yeah. making that sticker. Matthew yeah. hey, Matthew D. Adams is the first scope member of the month actually to have a sticker created. So that's, uh, that's a first. Unless you count the 69 Club. Well... That's different. I'm talking about school member of the month. Oh, true, true, true. So, yep. And it's in the name of, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Killing in the name are, of, yeah. like yeah. Chauncey Killens. But you don't know about Chauncey Killens if you didn't listen to the bonus episode. Right. What's so, Killens' last name? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Cha- Chauncey Slim Killens. Chauncey Slim Killens, fool. Okay. <laughs> fool. Because <laughs> I remember there's two Killens. There was the Patrick Kills Patrick. Patrick but Kills Patrick. Patrick Kill Patrick, but then there was, yeah. there was Chauncey Slim Killens. Yeah. Chauncey yeah. Slim Killens, man. Keep them hoes so in tight, check, yeah. bitches. Anyway, I got my mail-in ballot at home. Yeah, I already my shit. I already, I already texted my wife to her fill it out. <laughs> done. It's like done. Killings, baby. I'm voting for that motherfucker too. too. Fuck <laughs> it. Ain't nobody else on there worth voting for. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, I'm getting a sticker. I don't on even my know car. what parties in. No matter. Oh, fuck. No, no, he's into pipping hoes and yep. slapping bros. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> I think we should give away a banner. David Banner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just going to say Bruce on it. That's awesome. Yeah. I like it. He is sued. No. Yeah. Marvel's suing the fuck out of us. That's just Bruce. It just says Bruce. Right? <laughs> says and Bruce. It's yeah, they'd yeah. get it, though. They'd get it. They'd yeah. be fucking, look at these yeah, motherfuckers. They that. We mm-hmm, work the system. Mm-hmm, made play it on words. Yeah. It green. green Bruce on a banner. <laughs> <laughs> it's in fucking Hulk <laughs> font. The bottom's purple. Look <laughs> 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 the Hulk font. It's yeah. a tattered <laughs> shit. Bruce, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're going to deliver, yeah, deliver bo- it here first, and we're going to bo- fuck it up a little bit. The bottom yeah. of the bottom of the banner looks like ripped jeans, shorts. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a really cheap way to get into like a a, a cosplay thing. Just two people <laughs> carrying, carrying a, Bruce a big banner. Bruce banner around. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, so back to Matthew D. Adams. Yes. Uh, spectacular guy. Mm-hmm. Spectacular guy. Sometimes. Sometimes he's not. Yeah, not always. Not always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I watched him. We were, we were, I was walking behind him. He didn't know right. I was watching. He's used to guys being behind yeah, him. Yeah, but he didn't yeah. know. I was, I'm was. i stealthy. I, right. I ghost like no other. And uh, better, better I, I mean, I ghost like Mike Money. Right. That's how good I ghost. Damn. Oh, man. And uh, too, too soon? It's not too soon. <laughs> it's so. not too soon. He would have loved that. He would have yeah. loved He would have yeah, fucking sure. loved yeah, that. He would have. Anyway. Uh, he pushed an old lady down in the crosswalk. I thought he was gonna. I thought I was like, man, this guy—he's a stand-up guy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna help this old lady well, one walk thing across the street. Too. Pushed her down. What did he say when he pushed her down? That's what the D stands yeah, for. He man. saved it. Yeah, he saved it. That's true. You're right. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Stand-up guy. Fuck. Can't blame him. Like, it stood for down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Dolores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take that, Dolores. You fucking saved it, dude. That's yeah. all you got to do. Man. Yeah. 
Damn it, he did. <clears throat> yep. Now I want to push old lady guy. <laughs> so the D stands for, bitch. That sticker just has to say, like, no regrets or something. Like, that's what the D stands <laughs> oh, for. Oh, man. Yeah. No regret. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> so the D stands for. <laughs> There's no D in it. Oh, man. It's, it's tough being a genius. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. Uh, personal Instagrams, I am at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out LUTECO underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, and Podbelly. Um, the, uh, I did add some songs to the uh, Spotify playlist, Sofa King Podcast 2021. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, um, patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. And then when you get there, click, you are over 18. If you're not, yes. then you're Ill- illegal. And you should be down there. Talk to your parents. That's pretty much it. Yep. So be your time. Mm-hmm.